Hey everybody, welcome to the Mean Boys Podcast. You accept the clip show you think you deserve. I'm Connor McSpadden. I'm Keith Carey. I'm Tom Goss. And this is is the the best best of Mean Boys. Part two. Yeah, that felt real lame doing that. (laughs) (laughs) That was a little super lame ass. Welcome to Corporate Boys. Yeah, we're uh, we're recording this at uh, Stand Up New York Labs uh, out in New York City. Very generously uh, giving us their studio space in this fucking swanky environment. So check them out. We just talked to uh, John, the uh, the kind of uh, owner op. Operator and he's just got the fucking right idea about everything. This it, place rules. It's yeah. insane being in like a real professional studio after recording in our dumb fucking yeah, crack. It's oh, weird. I know, yeah. It's weird going from the ironing board to like a podcast studio with like murals and yeah. like working microphones oh, and yeah. a table. I feel like an abused pit bull that was like adopted by a rich family. And it's like <laughs> yeah. I'm so overwhelmed by the generosity I want to bite someone. Oh yeah, and this is like, oh, this is where John Biden does call ins, you know, when he has to yeah. talk to and it's just like, oh, okay, well we're we're doing this thing called the Fudge Lord. Uh, if you got <laughs> <laughs> are into that. Yeah. I'm also enjoying that uh, we have an engineer here helping us out, and uh, yeah, I basically you, told him thank you. this is going to be the most boring episode <laughs> to hear us record because it's just us throwing to funny shit we did in the past. <laughs> and uh, also, we can finally announce uh, this is our first episode as part of the Starburns Audio Podcast Network. That's right. We've been teasing this for a while. It's insane. We are legitimized. Yeah, I know. So when fi- we finally sold out, everybody. Yay! It only took two and a half years of food stamps and negativity <laughs> until the fucking the big, big, uh, the, the fat big cats, podcast. Big, the big fat cats in Burbank <laughs> took notice. <laughs> and just to be clear, we're still very negative and very on food stamps. Oh yeah, yeah. We, I, uh, we're all dying. So uh, hit that Patreon up. Five bucks a month weekly bonus content. Ten bucks a month weekly uh, monthly goodies. Uh, but yeah, Starburns. Uh, all those guys were fucking awesome. We kind of been approached by people about shit like that before. But just talking to the dudes over there, the show's not going to change. It's going to be the same yeah. dog they... shit hour of nonsense every single week. You yeah. come to know and love. They I want to make a point. Want. I, was, I was want to make a point. If you're like somebody who's been listening to the show for a while and you listen to the best of, thank you because you're the reason we were able to get on Starbucks. Yeah. Thank oh, you. yeah. Because like, 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 we they, walked they, in there and we're like, and they're like, wow, you guys, it's crazy how much people give a shit given how, you know, relatively small your audience is. Yeah. You know, so we kind of showed them the numbers and like, well, you have this many dedicated. Yeah. Like, so as much as we mock you for being like autistic nightmare people and sending us too many emails, uh, it got us a pretty sweet gig. So yeah. It really you. worked out in our favor. And also, you guys are only really autistic nightmare people on the internet. After meeting you guys, fucking thank Thank you again for coming out to all the live shows. You guys are oh, fucking yeah. awesome. We've, we've met so many insane human beings, and we will be catching you up on all of them. Yeah. <laughs> the amount of cool guys who work at factories. Yeah, yeah but uh, but this is going to be our best of show. Uh, we're going to be having uh, some of our favorite sketches, some of our favorite moments, uh, some highlights from uh, some of our segments. And if you've never listened to the show before, since uh, we will hopefully be getting a lot of heat from the old Starburns bump, uh, the show is kind of like a, uh, a late-night show in audio form. It's sort of a variety show. We like to tell topical jokes in the beginning. Uh, we do sketches, games, desk pieces. And it's basically like morning radio and late night with all the dumb, shitty parts cut out, you know? And then yeah. there's, a lot, there's a lot of shit about, like, fucking a Venusaur in the middle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, straight-up filthy and kind of retarded. And uh, we have a really fun time doing it. We think Semi-offensive. You guys really like it. Yeah, and, we also uh, say retarded a lot. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I mean, why bury the lead? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So if that's, if that's not for you, just I'll save, I'll save some of the heavier slurs for later in the best of. <laughs> yeah, just send, send the tweet now and tune out because it's not getting better. Uh, <laughs> Uh, so we're going to uh, open this uh, bad boy up the way we always do uh, with some of our favorite uh, topical jokes from the, the past uh, 60 episodes or so. Uh, the segment we like to call the Mexican joke off. 
An 842-pound man died during the filming of a reality show. As a result, the new season of Really, Really, Really Big Brother has been shelved indefinitely. (laughs) (laughs) For the first time ever, Saudi Arabian women are being allowed to watch soccer games inside the stadium. When asked how she liked the game, one Saudi woman said, quote, This shit is so gay, my clit just cut itself off. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, All right. Uh, Elon Musk has claimed wars in the future will be over technology. The South is already doing reenactments of Robert E. Laptop's fight to banish all of the Blackberries. Oh, <laughs> Robert E. Laptop. Laptop. I saw that story, too. God damn it. A, uh, a Canadian man died unexpectedly after inhaling airborne nut particles used in sandblasting. His best friend held him as he died in his arms and said, Damn, bro, I thought you loved nut particles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw airborne nut particles, and I was like, I was just picturing a dude getting dunked on, yeah. you know, and they fucking hit you in the face with a dick. Quack. <laughs> a 14 year old paraplegic in Paris was mutilated by rats. <laughs> <laughs> this story is being adapted by Pixar in the new film Ratatouille 2 Meals on Wheels. <laughs> I just imagine you seeing that article going, ooh. I, my whole room just beautiful-minded. Like, everything just lit up and connected. It's just like roll. some kind of anti-miracle. Uh, a group of feminists claim pumpkin spice lattes fund white supremacy. Nice. Because there's a Starbucks in Trump Tower. With the same logic, breast cancer awareness teaming up with the NFL means that sick titties cause rape. <laughs> Tommy boy. Damn. Tommy, it's one out of five, but god damn does he hit it. Two out of five. You got one. Yeah. All right, guys. And finally, a special ed teacher has been fired for having sex with one of his students. Police caught the man when they found a happy face sticker on her vagina. (laughs) 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 That's how he graded her, you see. A college professor has opened a queer feminist bookstore in rural Mississippi. The store specializes in female authors, writing workshops, and constantly being on fire. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty good. That that feels like a Brewster's Millions, like you have to lose as much money as you can investment. You can make more money with a flop bookstore than a hit. Yeah, the the best case for that business plan is you just don't get murdered for a while. I'm retiring tomorrow. $7 million insurance policy on the building yeah. you know <laughs> and we just wait for the fucking crystal knock for lesbians and then boom it's like a weird version of like the producers where tomorrow they're like oh no everyone in Mississippi's gay now <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, turns out they all love Sylvia Plath this is bullshit <laughs> yeah, just found the plot to the Mean Boys movie <laughs> <laughs> this old script time for Kathleen Hanna <laughs> in Mississippi uh a British model has cut off her labia and turned it into jewelry. If you want to make this girl happy, eat out her bracelet. <laughs> I love that one. It's fantastic. Thank you. Thank you. All right, guys. A, uh, a snow emergency has been declared in Erie, Pennsylvania after receiving 53 inches in 48 hours. 53 inches in 48 hours is known by Keith's mother as a slow Tuesday. <laughs> Uh, Damn it! Yeah, yeah. I knew it was coming. Yeah. As soon as you heard inches, yeah, you inches were like, is a oh, dangerous okay. word, my friend. A Tennessee couple are facing murder charges after allowing their four-month-old child to overdose on crystal meth. They say they were just playing the baby's favorite game, Tweakaboo. <laughs> I got him. Yeah, that was pretty good. Well, that's this is something Keith knows well from childhood. Indeed. <laughs> 
Yeah, this baby just couldn't hang. It's kind of on him. Actress Julia Stiles was ridiculed for holding her child wrong on Instagram. She apologized, saying she will no longer carry her baby using skewers. <laughs> Like a, like, a, like a corn on the cob. <laughs> Shishka, babe. <laughs> Shishka, babe. That's for sure a roly, roller derby captain that we didn't get to the other week. <laughs> uh, a woman with Down syndrome competed in the Miss Minnesota pageant last week. She wowed the judges in the talent portion when she tied her shoes. <laughs> Dexter Holland, the lead singer of punk band The Offspring, has published a research paper on the HIV virus. His research says that survival rates are pretty high for a straight guy. <laughs> <laughs> Holy oh, shit. So <laughs> oh, yes, it's me. Uh, a new vibrator was invented that orders you pizza from Domino's after you come. The catch is, if you don't come in 30 minutes or less, the Noid rapes you. <laughs> oh, wow. I'm not going to avoid this. Tom, congratulations, man. Damn. You, I can see you white-knuckling your notebook, trying not to fuck this one up because you knew you had a money on target. Come on, or else the Noid rapes you, and you just like you look shocked that you did it. You're like, what? Flew away as the Death Star exploded. Look, I'm a better writer than I am reader. Okay, that's what I've taken. I mean, it's a low bar to clear, but yeah. Every episode of Mean Boys, we uh, we also do sketches. Uh, sometimes the sketches are hard-hitting, satirical, uh, topical things. This is one called the Fudge Board. <laughs> yeah, sometimes we're like, this is what is going to really take down the Koch brothers. And sometimes we're like, what if like Dr. Manhattan was made out of chocolate? Would that be a good sketch? I think it could be. Yeah, it's uh, basically this is one of uh, many ideas I have where I came up with a dumb voice and a dumb combination of words and then wrote it frantically on a bus. It also, uh, it also sets the record for the longest sketch to record because every time you went into the I am the fudge I lord. I am Bruce. the fudge lord. I lo- we both lost our minds. And then our roommates came in, and they were watching you do it, and then they couldn't keep it straight. <laughs> and, it, and it took like 20 minutes to cut the worst sketch ever. <laughs> it's I, Yeah, and people seem to like it, Oh, it's man. great. I, I fucking love it. And I literally, when I wrote it, I thought it was so stupid. I thought I was going to put it in front of you, and you were going to quit the podcast. No, but I, I, I read it. I like That's burst, my job. I, I burst out of the door, and I was like, Keith, you got we, the fudge lord is brilliant. You know, <laughs> The fudge is life. It was like, uh, what's, the, what's the other dude? Not Quinter. Tarantino's friends, Robert, Robert Rodriguez. It was like what Robert Rodriguez read the Pulp Fiction script. I did a cartwheel, and I was like, my God, it's dynamite, Gary. <laughs> well, with that said, please enjoy the first appearance, but not the last, of The Fudge Lord. Thank you, one and all, for attending the Wichita County Fair's 46th Annual Bake Off. Every year, we invite the best bakers in the Tri-County area to present their tastiest treats. And out of the dozens of entries, we've narrowed this year's contestants down to three finalists. Now, before we make our decision, we want to take a moment to chat with our top three bakers. First up is Wichita's own Betty Jenkins. Thanks for being here, Betty. Thanks for having me. Gosh, I'm just so excited. And standing next to her from Salem, give a warm welcome to Chester Martindale. Pleasure to be here. And rounding out the finalists from uh, checking the paper here, it just says, The Vast and Incomprehensible Fudgescape. Anyway, uh, give a warm round of applause for The Fudge Lord. I am the fudge lord. By my hand, the fudge is dispensed. If I am absent from reality, so too shall the fudge be absent. This is unacceptable. I am the fudge lord. 
Well, we're uh, we're we're sure happy to have you. Now, Betty, what have you got for us today? Now, uh, th- this here's my my world famous peach cobbler. It's a, a secret family recipe that I got from my mama, and she got from hers, going all the way back to the 1800s. Well, that's really something. How about you, Chester? Well, I'm not normally uh, much for cooking, but I've been known to whip up a coffee cake that the fellas down at the auto shop where I work seem to like quite a bit. And how about you, Fudge Lord? I am the Fudge Lord. I have harnessed and distributed all variables of fudge. Standard fudge. Standard fudge deluxe. Nut fudge. Your tongues weep for fudge, and through my grace they shall receive it. I am the Fudge Lord. Oh, you're a, you're an intense fella. I am the Fudge Lord. I am not a fella. I am the Fudge Lord. Well, uh, I suppose the only thing left to do now is to have a taste test and crown a winner. I am the Fudge Lord. The taste test is irrelevant. I have many scientists, and they have analyzed the data. All outcomes are favorable to the fudge. It is inevitable. I am the Fudge Lord. Well, now, you're not being a very good sport there, are you, Mr. Fudge Lord? Mr. Fudge Lord was my father. Please call me the Fudge Lord. I am the Fudge Lord. Well, that's a, uh, that's a damn fine cobbler, Betty. <laughs> well, thank you kindly. Now on to uh, Chester's coffee cake. and uh, mm, that's, that's very good. Is that a hint of nutmeg I'm picking up there? You got it. Outstanding. And now we, uh, we move over to the Fudge Lord. I am the Fudge Lord. Activate your fudge intake protocol. That's, uh... God damn, that's incredible fudge. I am the Fudge Lord. It is atomically perfect fudge. Every molecule acts in service of the greater fudge. The scientists have confirmed this. I am the Fudge Lord. Uh, I'm sorry, but but I can't sit here and watch this anymore. I am the Fudge Lord. Please explain. This is insane. Does, does nobody else see the madness in what's happening right now? Fudge is, is not a baked good. It's, really, it's more of a candy than anything, isn't it? Error. Error. Thou shalt not judge the Lord of Fudge. You see dissent against the fudge. You are a liability, and you must be removed. Whoa, whoa, hey, 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 Mr. Mr. Fudge Lord, I was just joshing. Now, please put put the gun down. I am the Fudge Lord. The process will be swift. You will feel pain. Oh, oh God, it burns. Oh, it burns my bones. No! Fudge protection protocol complete. Oh, sweet baby Jesus, did you just kill Chester? He is not dead, only repurposed. His carbon has been harnessed. The carbon creates heat. The heat creates energy. The energy creates motion in the turbines. The turbines create the fudge. This is the truth of the fudge war. Well, you know, uh, in all my years of being a county fair taste tester, I've never seen a contestant deatomize someone before. It's unorthodox, certainly. But I'll be damned if that's not the finest fudge I've ever tasted. The winner is the Fudge Lord. I am the Fudge Lord. You shall have no other lords before the Fudge Lord. This outcome is mandatory. The Fudge is life. The Fudge is the Alpha. The Fudge is the Omega. In the absence of the Fudge, there is only the Void. I am the Fudge Lord. Uh, one thing uh, that I really uh, enjoy about doing the show is taking you guys' questions. Uh, it's nice that anyone gives enough of a shit to ask us anything, 
And uh, you never quite know which ones are going to be the great jumping off point. Because sometimes it's like, oh, this seems like a great question, but it's all immediately just like, oh, yeah, fuck Tom, kill Keith, Mary Connor. Like yeah. Sometimes very simple. By the way, sidebar for any new listeners, you don't have to send it in a fuck, Mary kill. We've covered it. Yeah, it's been addressed. That's pretty much the, what the premise of the show is anyway. Yeah, and it's the all about is fuck all of us. It's also about, it's, it's about being trapped together, especially now that we're, we're on Starburns. We have a legally binding friendship. <laughs> I know. <laughs> We've signed yeah. paperwork that says you guys are obligated to be friends. <laughs> yeah, I want that me undies money, so I'm not allowed to move out anymore. Yeah, I'm really yeah. understanding like how kind of bullshit marriage is. Where I'm just like, why do we have this? just so I can visit Tom in the hospital? I had to join a network to do this. <laughs> but uh, this question came to us from a listener. Uh, it was a uh, uh, Mary Fuck Kill, uh, the three starter Pokemon. And when I read this, I thought it was going to suck. I, I was like, this is kind of silly. And then it became one of the funniest things we've ever done. On and it's show. just it's exactly what Mean Boys is. It's three dudes having a very serious yeah. dissection of what is the best Pokemon to fuck. It was Shout out three to three of us. And to a special guest, Asana Mod, who was on this episode. My old well. roommate and yeah. very good friend. And uh, yeah, and we all disagreed on which Pokemon, I think, too. It's a heated yeah. debate. Yeah. I mean, the important thing is I'm the only one that's right. Yeah. And when you listen to this, you will see my logic is sound. And you gotta fuck that Squirtle. All right, well, uh, see for yourselves right now in uh, the best Pokemon to fuck. Mary fuck kill the original three starter Pokemon. That's not a bad one. Ooh. Oh, shit. I mean, here's the I... thing. Bulbasaur's got some swerve to him. So, like, <laughs> I'm gonna fuck Bulbasaur. Really? Bulbasaur's already, like, What is Keith over... if not, like, a fucking... <laughs> That's Wendy's fair. rapper well, Bulbasaur. Bulbasaur, Bulbasaur's got yeah, he's got thick ass. He's got haunches. I'm a fan of haunches. So like, I think yeah, I think I think you fuck Bulbasaur. Oh, Squirtle's got some booty too, though. That's fucking tricky. <laughs> I'm just going. I mean, here's the thing: the, the, you're definitely not fucking uh, Charmander. Charmander is not a fuckable Pokemon. No, not, I'm not marrying Charmander because he's going to light the house on fire. I fuck Charmander. He's hot. I think. I think oh, I, well, shut up. <laughs> was that okay. a hot like fire Pokemon joke? Yeah, that oh, was. Okay. Yeah, first of all, kill yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I, okay, I have a theory here. All right, I think Keith you, immediately had a lot of strong opinions. This is my favorite fuck Mary kill of all time. It's a okay, great one. Yeah, you you marry Bulbasaur because Bulbasaur grows vegetation, so you have like a food store. So you can basically never. You can't have eat your wife. I'm trying to get <laughs> no. But, I'm trying to get food stamps to the Pokemon universe by no, eating my no, husband. But he, no, but you, no, but you can have Bulbasaur like you know make your garden stronger with his fucking vegetable powers or whatever. Yes, yeah. so okay. You, so you All have right. a food source with him, and also he seems like a good guy. He evolves into a strong thing that can defend a home. Yeah, he's good. All right. You fuck Squirtle because Squirtle just Squirtle's wet. Squirtle get you get it wet. It's lubed up. It's ready to go. Yeah, oh, well, you, fucking kill yourself too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what? No. I'm, I, I'm, there's a genuine practicality. I'm like, you are yeah, damn I'm, I'm like, your cheap remark this whole I'm not doing it as a pun. I'm like, this Pokemon is damp and ready for insertion. Yeah. Like, it's like, fucking ready to go. And then you kill that fucking fire lizard. Okay, see, I'm almost with... I, I, I'm just flipping to... Uh, I would... Kill Bulbasaur, even though that little hole in the top seems useful. But I'm killing. <laughs> <laughs> you can um, see the hole on the bottom, champ. Uh, uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm killing Bulbasaur. Bulba, Bulba. Bulba. I'm oh, also Bulbasaur. <laughs> I'm also Bulbasaur. fucking Squirtle because Squirtle, I bet, can do some crazy oral shit with that squirt gun. Sloppy toppy guys, right? Yeah, and I'm married Charmander because I feel like my we, dick we, used surf. We just be very compatible. We're both very sad dragons that rage and break stuff occasionally. <laughs> yeah. So I feel like uh, well, yeah. We, you get, if you get a Charizard, I, I you just can had fly a, around on Charizard. I just had a really upsetting visual of like Squirtle hearing this conversation, not wanting to get fucked, but then falling over on his shell and he can't get up. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I'm getting mana raid. <laughs> um, I, uh, let's see, I'm going to kill Bulbasaur because 
I have no feelings towards Bulbasaur, really. Yeah, yeah fuck, it, I, fuck uh, it with my husband here. See, I like Bulbasaur more than Squirtle in general, but, you know, when it comes to fucking, you gotta put uh, your brain where your dick is. See, uh, I fuck Charmander, because, uh, you know, I always thought Charizard was, was cool, yeah. So, but I couldn't, like, be with a Charizard. I could. Yeah. I my, uh, my parents would just, they'd never let me yeah. be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, you know, I had to marry Squirtle, because that was my original guy in Pokemon Blue, and, I you know, that. we've been through thick and thick. Charmander, <laughs> thick and Charmander thin. was you know, my man. You know what I really yeah. love is that Pokemon or Pokemon theoretically come in both genders, but we've all just assumed this. They're is not gay. I'm already fucking a turtle. Why not yeah, have right. it be a male turtle? <laughs> I got to figure the experience is not that much different. I marry Bulbasaur. I. I fuck Squirtle and I kill Charmander. I'm with Keith on this. I have one mm. follow-up question. Am I the only one who didn't kill Charmander? Yeah. I didn't kill Charmander. So we both killed Bulbasaur. Oh, okay, yeah, You yeah. can mm. fuck one Pokemon, any of the Pokemon. Any of the original 150 Pokemon. Who do you fuck? 100% <laughs> Mr. Mime. <laughs> <laughs> this is too funny. Okay, Tom, Tom. No, no, no. I'm thinking, I'm thinking. I've got I've got two or three different... I know my answer and I, I want to see if anybody I else can, I can give right. an answer of like a Pokemon that's like humanoid that's like supposed to be hot, but I'm like... That's like a that's a creepier thing to say that you want to fuck Gardevoir. Than yeah. if you just... <laughs> it's also not an original 150. Oh, are we going original 150? Yeah. yeah. Ooh, uh, the Needle Queen booty. Uh, you got to factor that in. Uh, Needle Queen could get it. Oh, see, I would go. I would go ditto because then I can make it any Pokemon. Ah, you, oh, oh, you son of a bitch. I was literally waiting for you guys to all oh, be, say sad. you wanted to fuck sand rats. <laughs> like, you dummy. Yeah, you can fuck ditto because that way you can fuck any Pokemon you want. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> or I a could, person. I can fuck sand gas. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I got a ditto, and I still made it turn into a gay turtle. Yeah. Now I can fuck two gay turtles at once. Yeah, Keith wants a Gengar. Actually, I was going to say Gengar, because then I can say I've fucked both a Pokemon and a ghost, and that's just some trippy shit. Technically, you can have a threesome if you fuck a Kangaskhan. That's a child. Yeah, that's also pedophilia. That's a child. You know, you can be a... Yeah, whatever. It's, that's it's, a fucking that's, child. Yeah, the age in Pokemon years or something. Shut up. Yeah. Get on board. <laughs> Pokophilia. I'll give her some rare candies until she's old enough. <laughs> Oh, uh, man. Uh, that was one of the best questions we ever had. Oh, man. The, the Penn State gym was always the hardest one to win. <laughs> <laughs> well, Brock, I'm glad you don't have eyes. You don't want to see what they're doing to Onyx. <laughs> Gotta silence them all. <laughs> Pay them off. <laughs> Coughing. Coughing. <laughs> Arbok. Arbok, hashtag, Arbok, hashtag Arbok. Mewtwo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. All right, guys. Oh, my God. We're Good going to hell. God, you... if they ever write a blog about us, I want it to be them trying to transcribe that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, the medium.com piece about <laughs> the mean boys are normalizing Pokemon rape. <laughs> We've got some uh, characters that pop up from time to time on the show. Uh, the most used, and I think the, the oldest, he's been around since like episode three, is uh, Karnak the Blood Feaster. Yeah, baby. Uh, Karnak is an ancient uh, demon god from another dimension who uh, initially showed up because he was running for president. Yeah. Because it seemed very funny uh, back when we didn't think this would happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Back when it was like, oh, well, of course, this is Like, how funny insane. if the face of evil became the leader of the free world. And then we're like, oh, okay, tight. Uh, well, but, yeah, and, and now it's like, well, at least Karnak's funny. I mean, if he was president, yeah, you yeah, know. No, yeah, Karnak's hitting bombs. So now we'll just bring Karnak back periodically uh, to talk about news of the day. This is Karnak's Oscar preview from earlier this year. Uh, it features an appearance from his sidekick, Tyler Dawson. 
uh, who is a 14-year-old 4chan dweeb who accidentally summoned Karnak through a, a shit post on you, B. You know, when you when you really when you just say all this shit like back to back, you're just like, man, we're fucking dorks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a little well, yeah. bit. The fact that there is a canon for what is essentially just a bunch of puns about Vikings and movies. <laughs> <laughs> the guy doing the audio right now is probably going, What the fuck am yeah. I helping produce right now? <laughs> well, yeah, he's, he's just like everyone that comes in here to podcast is like doing coke and fucking hookers and telling stories and about like, like gang violence. Yeah. What if a demigod had a friend who was a child like us? God damn it. <laughs> yeah, you, like, you, you're making a face like you think this might have been a Make-A-Wish podcast. <laughs> You're like, what if the You're show like, the mics aren't even plugged in? <laughs> like, what if there's what a if, tin can on a string? What if the show Gigantor was about a kid who makes friends with one of the guys in Guar? Oh, okay, yeah, that's <laughs> fucking it, great. That's so accurate. Yeah, there's the elevator pitch. So uh, this is one of my favorite things every year. Uh, enjoy Karnak's Oscar preview. Wretched pig children, hear my unholy proclamation. Let my words reverberate through your bones until you feel a new and terrible emotion known as Turbo Fear. It is I, the decimator of the righteous, the immolator of virgin flesh, the bringer of the noise and the funk and the all-consuming death, Karnak, the Blood Feaster. I am joined by my faithful servant and, shockingly, not the kid who took a gun to school this week, Tyler Dawson. Sup, cunts. Last year, I brought you my assessment of the insipid human ritual you call the Academy Awards. And behold, I have returned for the 2018 Oscar Roundup! Yeah, because who doesn't want to watch a bunch of smarmy billionaires give each other statues? The ceremony is heresy! All gold is due unto Karnak! It is the decree of the blind prophets! Yeah, Hollywood just loves sucking its own dick. Well, we'll see how easy it is when I remove their tongues and their dicks! Yeah, speaking of dicks, everybody's all butthurt this year because chicks got all fingered and shit by Harvey Weinstein, so it's going to be a bunch of people talking about how brave it is to have labia. Indeed! The women of Hollywood have banded together to declare time's up! And to that I say, you dare woman-splain the notion of time to the blood feaster? By my hand, time was created, and by my hand shall it be destroyed! That said, I do not condone the lecherous actions of the Hebrew smegma goblin. It is not the way of the blood feaster to feel entitled to the holes of the trembling, merely because of my status as the one true god-king. Karnak believes in attaining consent the old-fashioned way, by defeating a woman's previous owner and claiming her as compensation for his failure as a warrior and protector. We saw all the movies that got nominated, and most of them sucked. But Get Out was sick, dude. That guy gets stabbed with a fucking deer head. And what's your bitch from that HBO show Girls is in it, I think? Uh, not the fat one, the hot one who gets your butthole licked. Yeah, but like she's like a super bitch, and it's rad. Your human construct of racism confounds Karnak. Human genetics are irrelevant. All are equally doomed under the reign of Karnak. The only color I see is red. I was thrilled to see the film you call Lady Bird until I realized it bore no relation to the fabled Lady Bird of the Dark Forest. A common myth in my realm, the Lady Bird is a half-woman, half-falcon created by a demented sorcerer on a drunken dare. With the soaring wings of a beast and the bloodshot eyes of the human she once was, she stalks the midnight skies, swooping down upon unruly children and vomiting the remains of many worms down their shrieking gullets. Yeah, that would have been gnarly. This was just about some skinny Irish bitch being mad at her mom or something. I don't know. I got bored ten minutes in and started watching Sallow on my phone. You ever see it, Karnak? Indeed! The highest grossing comedy in the history of the Kingdom of Doom. And now we come to the slobbering valentine to the glum pug man, Churchill darkest hour. Oh, you weak humans. You fear a mere hour of darkness? The darkness reigns eternal in the kingdom of doom. The elders remember the one day the sun dared to cast its light into my dominion. 
I leapt screaming through the cosmos, and I fucked the sun in its molten core until my mighty semen dimmed its fires forever! Yeah, it rained cum for a while, and then the trees grew babies. Oh yeah, we saw that fucking newspaper movie, The Post? Yeah, it's got that old lady from The Devil Went Down to Prada or whatever. That shit sucked. Mind your tongue, Dawson! I may be the most evil creature in all of creation, but even I respect the hell out of Meryl Streep! Hail Streep! Sit beside me on a throne of polished rib cages. With my unquestionable strength and your ability to bring a wide array of characters to life effortlessly, we shall conquer hell and Hollywood. Hell's a lot like Hollywood. People are dying to get in. What are you, fucking Bruce Valanche? Also, they're both full of Jews. It's day on the Jew stuff. The Mean Boys have sponsors now. Quick, say something about Call Me By Your Name. Uh, Call Me By Your Name. Uh, more me. Uh, how about Call Me By Your Lame. Not your best work, Dawson. Uh, shit. Okay, uh, more, uh, more like call me by your gay. <sighs> Moving on, we uh, have. Uh, oh, 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 or like call me a big homo bullshit movie. This ends now! You have taken too many mulligans on this joke, and your next attempt shall be your last! Uh, they're gay. Uh, in it, the movie, uh, it's about gay guys. Uh, speaking of gay, what about The Shape of Water? I thought it'd be good because the guy who made it that one Blade 2 movie, and it's like my favorite Blade movie, except for the third Blade movie, because that's the one where Deadpool calls the chick a cunt. But yeah, this shit was lame, and it felt kind of European or something. Like, you see that deaf chick's clam, which is kind of tight, admittedly, but it's all fucked up and hairy, and her cooch has, like, black guy hair. And, like, she fucks the fish dude, but they don't even show it. And it, That's like going to Star Wars and not seeing a Star War. There is only one shape of water that I care for, and it is the icicle blade of Blizzardonia, the dagger with which I killed the savage Yeti Queen. On to the next film! Every time I think I have reached the zenith of the pathetic cowardice of humanity, I stumble across a new and vile low. You dare to call this Dunkirk a portrait of war? Boo fucking who? You all had a busy day at the beach. If you were to gaze for a moment upon the fields of battle I have reigned victorious over, you would shit blood from your eyes, and your skeleton would leave your body, walk into the town square, and shoot itself in the face. Yeah, way to go, Christopher Nolan. You made war boring. Go drink tea out of your mom's butthole, you fucking goober. While we're on the subject of overrated hacks, the bard Paul Thomas Anderson returns with another film that you may ignore and then lie about seeing to impress your sniveling, besweatered wiener friends. I once defeated the seven-bellied pig demon of the gluttony caverns, and not even his gaseous, grease-stuffed carcass was as bloated as this cinematic abortion. Is this movie the throats of my enemies? Because it could use many cuts! <laughs> More like Daniel Gay-Lewis. There it is! Nailed it. And finally, we come to three billboards outside Ebbing's, Missouri. Oh, dude, three billboards was tight as fuck. Indeed, it was terrible beyond... Wait, well, wait, what? You liked this movie? Oh, hell yeah, dude. Fucking what? Explain yourself! Dude, it was fucking rad. When Aquaman was like, hey, suck my dick, I'm going to Atlantis, and then he walks onto the pier, and they play that White Stripe song from, like, you know, when they were good, before Jack White turned into an Amish lesbian, and he just jumps in like, Your memory is false! Oh, right, I'm thinking about when I did school, huffed the whole thing a keyboard cleaner and watched Justice League. That was rad. Yeah, I don't know what this movie is, but if Aquaman's not in it, it can fuck right off. There you have it! Come for the celebration of the flailing retardation you dare to call art, and stay to see what social issue makes Jimmy Kimmel weep like a nun with a ruptured hymen. Oh, I almost forgot to ask. Who do you have in your office pool? The drowned children of those who dare oppose me. See you at the movies, meat sacks! 
So uh, sometimes on the podcast, we start having a normal conversation, and I throw in a little curveball I like to call my own logic, and it ruins uh, it, it ruins into a very beautiful derailment. Of, no, it uh, ruins into a very beautiful derailment. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, Tom's grammar there will tell you what he's really saying, which is Tom's retarded. Yeah, I, no, I, I, just present, I think Southpaw is the best way to put it. And, yeah, uh, okay, I like that. And uh, I don't often, I don't often do weed, and this is a little, little uh, beautiful yeah, yeah, you, story. Uh, but you do often sound like a, a narc in the fifties. <laughs> you guys gonna go do some weed? Yeah, yeah. I don't partake of the jazz cigarettes, I'm but not... when I do, I, I, I make bird mistakes. <laughs> <Jazz. laughs> but right before we recorded, are uh, you supposed to eat the bebop cigar? Because I've been, I've been treating it like a taquito full of hurt you juice. <laughs> Right before we recorded uh, the episode this was featured on, I got very high in Vegas and then scrambled all the way back uh, to record with my fine friends. And yeah. this is the story of how that went wrong. So you go ahead and uh, enjoy the Flamingo story. <laughs> before we get into anything else, I think we need to discuss what we were avoiding discussing outside. We, we frantically started the podcast earlier than anticipated. We usually like a good 45-minute intro sesh to just, you know, sit on the patio and talk shit. But Tom Goss informed us that he went to Vegas on a whim, took a bunch well, of edits. Yeah, let me, let me run through the process of learning this information. Tom showed up in a very good mood, and I was like, oh, you seem like you're in a good mood. What's going on? And he's like, I ate a bunch of edibles. <laughs> We're like, oh, and then you're like, where to eat a bunch of edibles? Uh, I, I went impulsively to Vegas. And what was the third thing you told us? I accidentally uh, <laughs> threw my debit card away in a bowl of fried rice. <laughs> All right. Now let's go back to the beginning here. <laughs> yeah. Give Explain. Us the, uh, zoom out. Give us the story here, Tom. <laughs> I mean, I mean, the fried rice was an accident. I was I like to think it was a good idea. I told him I want to chow mein. Yeah, I accidentally yeah Tom, put... we know. <laughs> <laughs> fried rice was delicious, though. Uh, Th- this is not the part of the story anybody gives a shit about. It's <laughs> well, the quality. Of the fried rice. What, what part? How did this happen? You yeah, dumb what idiot! Fuck went down. Just impulsive decisions. You know what? No, Tom. You tell the best part of the story, and then do every single detail nobody cares about, and it's infuriating well, and beautiful. What, what do you want to know? Why did you go to Vegas? What? What is I felt like it? I haven't been there in a while, and then yeah. I, how I, did the I, debit card? How I, did? How? I haven't been there since I got my foot stuck in a shark. Like, okay, now it's another twenty minutes. We gotta figure this out. No, nah, I never foot a shark. Uh, but uh, yeah, no. I, <laughs> can you just foot as a verb? I, I, I guess you, you can. You can. Uh, you could fish someone. That's a verb. That's true. How did the goddamn debit card get in the rice? I put it. I was. It was in. It was in the receipt, <laughs> which was by the napkin, and I was super high. So after I finished most of the rice, I just kind of threw it in a pile in the thing, and then threw the thing in the trash. <laughs> And yeah. then realized about 45 minutes later, because I got m- more high, it kicked in more. I was like, now I want pizza. <laughs> so, I want, so I want to get a spinach pizza. <laughs> I, pizza. I got a hankering for spinach pizza. <laughs> Dude, stop spinach pizzas the shit. I love spinach. Me too. Uh, yeah, spinach is good. Pizza is good. Again, could not give less of a fuck about your thoughts on spinach. <laughs> good. What happened to your only uh, access and then to I was, your very small savings? Yeah, and then I was like, okay, I don't have a debit card. Uh, and then I talked to security. They didn't have it. I was like, oh, you know what probably happened? I was talking to security while you were high. It was, dude, uh, it was fucking nerve-wracking. Because well, it's like a felony out there, man. And if you're Tom and you're approaching... It's a felony to throw away your debit card in a bowl of rice. <laughs> to be high, man, in Vegas. Oh, yeah. They don't, they don't want you high. I gotta say, 
the little machine lights when you're high are amazing. Truth. Uh, especially playing a game involving a dragon. Uh, <laughs> looking for dragon-specific games is harder yeah. than you think out I, uh, there. I asked the dragon about the card, and, and, and he said I didn't have any money no more. <laughs> um, did you get the card back? Or? No. Okay. Yeah. Did you go, like, rooting through the trash while you were high? No, I was like, this is I was more... hoping this was going. Yeah, I was like, no, I'll just cancel it. I'm just picturing you stuck a in card. a Vegas garbage can like Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> I gotta say, a crazy amount of people. Also, the first night I was high, I was there two nights. First night, I, I, well, I, why I didn't got, I know any of this? I got lost in a flamingo garden. And <laughs> 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 This was this was for sure an Arby's that you just where you saw something pink. No, I got lost in the flamingo garden. Okay, I was trying to find a place to smoke, and I I, I went outside. Yeah, the flamingo kept asking me to put it out. A passive aggressive kind flamingo. Of. Yeah, no, <laughs> sir. I fucking, so I go outside, and then damn, I'm just in the middle of the flamingo garden. All these signs are like, you can't smoke. Near the flamingos, they don't like it or some shit. Wait, there so were then, actual flamingos there? Yeah. They okay. got, they <laughs> what got did you think it was called that? I thought they just had like a bunch of fake-ass flamingos. I don't know. And I was just like, damn, there's a lot of birds here. I should leave them away from this cigarette smoke. So now I'm just going deeper into the garden. And then... You're high, going deeper into the garden in search for smoking respite. And it's respite. not that big of a garden, but it it was night, and I wanted the air felt nice, you know? Uh, it was night, and I wanted the air. That air is, felt great. That is the first line of a Bukowski poem. <laughs> usually I li- About buying heroin. If I can smoke inside, I'm like, yeah, fuck you, clean lung bitches. And then I smoke inside, but I'm like, I like outside, so I went outside. I'm stuck in the flamingo garden. <laughs> When I went back there, it is not that big. I was way too high. It is just one narrow thing. It's just a pond with some flamingos in it. Yeah. But I kept yeah. seeing all these signs of no smoking, no smoking, no smoking. There was one sign for sure. No, this there was what I love lot about Tom is like whatever 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 impression you might get from him, Tom is incredibly considerate of the rules. <laughs> I'm I'm just I try to be nice to people and animals and shit, you know. No, I know, yeah. I'm I, not considerate of stupid rules. Yeah, no, you're not. But like anytime Tom needs to order or something or anything. He's just like, hello, ma'am. How are you? I'd like 19 biscuits and a couple of napkins for my tears, please. And if Thanks. it's not too much trouble, can I get a map out of the Flamingo Garden? <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm still lost in Flamingo Garden. There's si- now there's signs. It, like, it's, I w- I You've make come like, too far. I want to make like a problem-solving, like, click-based RPG where it's just <laughs> you high in Vegas and you got to figure out how to get out. You know, like one just of those... the Tom version of Mist. Yeah, exactly. That's the name of it. I was looking for it. And so I see these signs. I'm like, oh, cool. I can smoke here. And then all of a sudden I see a no smoking sign. Now I'm freaking out because there's a security guy looking at me. And I'm just pacing back and forth trying to figure out very quickly. Cigarettes are already lit. Can't put it out near the flamingos. That's bad for the flamingos, too. So I'm just like, am I clear? You don't or have not? to put it out on a flamingo's eye. <laughs> am I clear? You don't have to like. You know. I just want the cigarette. You don't, don't That's feed all it to I him. Want. You don't have to pimp mark the flamingo. You could just lick your index finger and do a couple taps. Yeah, I gave a germs burn to a tropical bird. <laughs> I just wanted to smoke the cigarette, and then I, I kind of. I meant, I, like, I was trying to yell, hey, can I smoke here? And then I just kind of yelled, smoke! <laughs> and then I walked away because I was like, that's not conspicuous enough. Like, so I just walk away. And then uh, he, he's like, hey, come here. And I walked over. And I was like, hey, can I smoke here? He's like, yeah, you can smoke everywhere. What had happened is when I walked past the smoking area, I turned around 
And then it said, no smoking again, because that's where I just was. I just seen the signs. I was really high. So, yeah, yeah then, then I found a place to smoke. And then a bunch of Dude, old this is people. Dude, this is the worst Hunter S. Thompson story I've ever heard in my life. All these old Courtesy people. and confusion in Las Vegas. It was 11 p.m. It felt like 4 in the morning. I was all gacked up on brownies, and I didn't know where I could smoke. There were too many birds, so many birds. They came out of nowhere. I turned around to where I just was, and that became where I was again. I asked the guy, but the only word that came out was the the one in the middle, so it didn't make a lot of sense. Blah, blah, blah. Something about Walter Mondale. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we did a little thing at the end of uh, uh, last year called Snark Week, where we did one podcast every day for seven days. Seven scripted comedy podcasts in one week. It was a gauntlet of, of writing and talking and editing. We had no free time. It was all working on the progress. Oh, podcast, yeah. podcast, not the progress. It felt like being like one There's of the... There's no progress Yeah, no progress was made. <laughs> it felt like being like one of the dudes in the room where they were doing the moon landing, just like chain smoking and like staring at a computer like, oh, fuck, I yeah. hope I didn't miss a, miss a decimal point and kill these guys. It was just a meat grinder for like your emotional well-being. Oh, absolutely. And, and by uh, the end of it, I was like, I, I was going insane. I was in the, one of the worst like moods of my entire life. And I was like, I cannot keep fucking staring at Sony Acid Six editing this shitty podcast. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was like, yeah. do not, do not give me a sketch where it's all fucking so many sound cues, and I have to fully a whole battlefield full and of robots so and centaurs. I, I come in. I didn't think I was writing a sketch that day, and I was like, oh, it's thirty minutes before the show. I'm gonna write a sketch, and. Uh, I decide to do a, a Mean Boys based version of what happened in movies and my own little take on them. And I show it to Connor, and it's all of the things he doesn't want the fucking sketch to be. Yeah, it's oh, full yeah. of sound effects. And, and to your credit, it might have been like super hard to edit and kind of convoluted, but it was also remarkably unfunny. Oh, <laughs> like yeah. It was, it is... oh, that's what you say. People have tweeted so much okay, about well, yeah, they well, love... well, yeah, because we'll talk <laughs> about why. It, show. Yeah, basically, it was it was a pretty brutal sketch. And we couldn't even get that mad at you because we hadn't written anything. We had just, we were done. And exi- I did it in If you want to listen to three husks of men bum out a fat guy, go listen to the Dan St. <laughs> Germain episode. Oh, yeah. Because we're all just. Fucking skateboard sharks. We're, yeah, we're all just like like seven orgasm deep dicks that are just like sitting there like, I'm pink yeah, and exhausted. We, you know, we are coming burnt. comedy dust at this point yeah, yeah. so we, tom tom pulls out mean boys history of cinema uh the condition it, is that we have to record it live you know keith will provide all the sound et- effects and it'll take no editing and i will also say you guys have no idea how hard i fought to actually record the sketch on the show we talked about it for what 45 minutes yeah we almost didn't put this one i on. fought yeah. so hard to give you this beautiful piece of history of cinema <laughs> yeah you so know, you can thank me on twitter and i would like to point out yet again one of these things is not cinema it, 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 well, well, it'll all be covered when you hear it. It will be in the it. future. It but, will be in the future. But please enjoy the worst sketch, not only on this podcast, but ever written. It's that, yeah. Tweet them how much you guys love this sketch. Tweet it. All right. Uh, don't do that because you're going to hate it. Here it is. Ladies and gentlemen, what's about to happen is a special Mean Boys podcast presentation. We gave Tom Goss 10 minutes to write a sketch for this episode. As you may have gathered from listening to the rest of it, our brains are melted. What he delivered to the table is quite... quite Quite yeah, possibly, mean boys meltdown sketch. Quite possibly, the stupidest thing <laughs> I have ever read in my life. Like it is on a show where the fudge lord has represented the high water mark of creativity. This is the worst sketch we will have ever put on. Look, the air. I was just rushing to finish something, and uh, I just want to bring some Christmas joy to your heart. So we people. made it. We made a deal, both because we thought it would be funny and to spare uh, Connor from having to edit a lot of sound effects. Tom is allowed to do this sketch. The caveats to this sketch are as follows. Number one, Tom has to do every voice in it. Yes. Number two, Tom has to do it 
in one take with no cuts and no editing. Yes. Number three, there are an impossible amount of misspelled <laughs> words here and stage directions I already know he hasn't figured out how to get around. Uh, and number four, I'll be providing the sound effects for the sketch. With his mouth, yeah. With my mouth. So, again, you're getting this in one take. We're going to see what happens. This is a full throttle meltdown, and I cannot stress enough how much this was written in ten minutes and how bad it yes, is. Yes, yes. And, uh... Look, I'm very contradictory, and I disagree with Keith on many things. I agree with him on this. Indeed. We're, we're, we're of the same mind. And I yes. love Tom Thomas provided a lot of great work this week. They can't all be winners. <laughs> so, with that in mind, sit back, relax, as the curtain comes up on the worst sketch ever written. Mean Boys Podcast presents a brief summary of film history. Roadhouse. Hey, what's the hold up here? Go around, I live here. Why is it? All right, we've been three lines in. Why is the house built in the middle of the streets? Because of the Mariners liberal agenda and lax building codes. Beep, 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 beep. Look, our house is in the middle of the street, okay? Mother's in her Sunday dress. Uh, and father says he needs a rest. You have to go around. I also like your furniture. Thank you. It's Victorian. Just a quick pause here in case anybody didn't get it. The film was Roadhouse, and that was a vignette where a house was in the middle of the road. Correct, Amundo. Tom, continue. That's not our only... <laughs> <laughs> that's not our, that's not our only film here. Uh, this is our <laughs> summary of Fight Club. <laughs> you aren't your job. You're not your fucking khakis. <laughs> oh my god! What are you guys doing? Why are you beating up that stick? It's not a stick. It's a club, and we fight club. <laughs> Tom. <laughs> And, of course, our favorite episode of The Muppets. I would just like to pause here and point out to the listening audience, Tom wrote a sketch called The History of Cinema, and the third one is a television show. <laughs> and it's not like he meant, oh, I meant The Muppet Movie, because he wrote our favorite episode of The Muppets. Oh, I, I don't know. I just feel... <laughs> Finish it. Oh, I don't know. I just feel like Miss Piggy might have moved on without me. What do you think, Swedish chef? A pork, a pork, a pork, a pork, a pork, a pork. <laughs> Fozzie Bear, what are you doing here? Uh, who wants to sodomize me? Waka, waka, waka. Tom, have you ever actually seen an episode of The Muppets? Yeah, when I was a kid. Okay, because you couldn't have done Fozzie Bear worse if you tried. I'm bad at voices. Yes. What? <laughs> So there you go. There it is. Uh, look, was there supposed to be an Omega Tom today? Yes. Is it coming soon? Certainly. But those things take a really fucking long time to edit, and Connor's going to stab me in the neck. Oh. So this is what happened. Uh, Tom, how do you feel about what you've done? Oh, I mean, uh, it's a mixture of shame and pride. Uh I hope it's like a very like watered down like shame to pride ratio. Oh, I mean, I'm just, I'm just uh, like ninety ten. I'm just proud of us. You know what I mean? Don't implicate me in what you, you've done here. You, you did a great job with the sound effects, All and right. uh, I'm just uh, honestly, 
I need more than ten minutes to write a sketch, everybody. <laughs> well, enjoy the rest of this week's episode with Dan St. Germain. Mean, mean. One of my favorite things about doing Mean Boys is uh, having people that get added to the expanded universe that come and do the show a lot. And uh, one of our favorites, one of our roommates, Ramsey Badawi, uh, does a segment called Now Is Not The Time where he highlights the best of the worst in social media and internet posts made after a tragedy. This came after the Manchester bombings. Ramsey was trolling around on Craigslist. And you'll hear what he does. I almost don't even want to give it away. But it is so spectacularly gross, evil, and stupid. You know, it, it's just, it's like it's like biologically gross. Yeah. It's it's evil that the, the capitalism has made this transaction happen at this point in time. Right. And the, 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 he's just doing it for no, there's no point being made. It's just no wouldn't one, it be no fucked one is profiting. Up? Wouldn't it be fucked up if I did this? And the end result is uh, is one of our favorite clips from the entire show's And history. if you enjoy this clip, uh we actually have some full now is not the time episodes where he's done some even deeper runs. Than- oh. Oh yeah! Oh, this, this is if, nowhere if, near. If you the want most to hear a Native one. American man who lost his kid convert to Islam because of a fake <laughs> doctor, you can do that. <laughs> yeah, it's a truth. If you want to hear Ramsey start a fake podcast called "Thanks God for Dance," <laughs> check that out. But uh, in the meantime, enjoy uh, the, the the fucking Mount Rushmore. Now is not the time. Clip uh, uh, live from uh, from the Manchester bombing. Twenty minutes uh, after this post, I found another one on Manchester's uh, Craigslist, which is advertising worn underwear by an eighteen-year-old. Uh, twenty twenty euros a piece. Uh, she threw down her kick handle, so I decided okay. to explore it a little bit further. I created a kick account. <laughs> okay, for the listening audience, Ramsey Ramsey's kick account. His name is Big Ass Ram Dog, can't which believe, sounds can't like the, he got it. Which frankly sounds like the guy who was fucking James in that last. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> it's a great kick profile. Uh, and, and, as all creepy social networking uh, profile pictures should be, it is just of an unsettling part of your face while you're <laughs> exhibiting zero emotion. Was, it looks like it is definitely a picture of you currently breathing too loud through your mouth. It's, it's, it's the profile picture of everyone that follows porn stars on Twitter. Are you guys familiar with Kick? You know, Kick if you don't know what Kick, Kick is... I only know it through like vague shady spam. references yeah, I see yeah. on Tinder and stuff. Yeah, it is the official social media network of people who are living a double life. It is such a sketchy... <laughs> <laughs> it is so sketchy. So what did Big Ass Ram Dog So discover? Big Ass Ram Dog hit up Cam uh, and I hit her up, or her name is Kat. I said, hey Kat, you still got that underwear from May 22nd? She said, hey, can you show me which pair hun? I said they were posted on Craigslist on May 22nd, a few minutes after that tragic attack. (laughs) She replied, I have a few ads on there, so uh, sorry, you'd have to be a little bit more specific. So I sent her a picture of the ad, and then then I said, you posted it like 30 minutes after that awful bombing at the Ariana Grande show. You remember? I'll take them. (laughs) (laughs) I love that you keep bringing it up. (laughs) She said, oh, I thought you saw a a picture and wanted a certain pair. My bad. Yeah, sure. Would you like uh, anything specific? I have a pink pair on at the moment. And I said... I want whatever ones you posted on May 22nd. <laughs> Wait. It's a way for me to commemorate the tragedy. Never forget. Oh, are you, are you, are you going to buy a commemorative coin from the fucking History Channel infomercial at one in the morning? No, you get yourself a pair of pink panties that sweated through the paint. She said, let me see if I still have them. 
I, I said, sad stuff, huh? <laughs> she said, yeah, I got him. I said, these terrorists are the worst. <laughs> <laughs> what a lot of bad apples, if you ask me. What a lot of bad apples Tom wants to rip in half. It's <laughs> not that difficult to rip an apple in half. It is no, if you don't have mongo you strength. It. Okay, Tom? <laughs> it's, it's, it's fine. It's, it's not fine. that hard to do a lot of things you shouldn't do. <laughs> yeah, like blow up an Ariana Grande show, apparently. <laughs> has uh, nothing to do with that. Shop through our Amazon <laughs> link if you want to buy bulk fertilizer. <laughs> I'm kidding. We got kicked off of Amazon. Also, yes, really? Also, yeah. also, don't do terrorism. Uh, uh, good save. Hey, but buy this woman's underwear. She seems like a nice person. She replied to me with, "Yeah, it was horrible. I heard all the emergency services driving by to get past there. These are the pain- sad emoji. Sad emoji. And then she snapped me a picture of what I believe is real. I think that's real because oh, that's real. Those yeah. thighs are too imperfect to be fake. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, Ramsey. Oh my Christ. She said oh, that was the most offensive thing you said on the show. <laughs> In no way correct. She said, these are the panties from that day. Are they okay? There's more. I replied, you were, wearing so them when you were wearing them when you heard about the bombing? She said, yeah, I had them on all that day, and I slept in them, too. I said, you were sad while wearing them, though, right? <laughs> <laughs> this is upsetting. This is upsetting, and I love it. This is the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. She said... She said, of course it was a tragedy. I said, it's important for me to know that information. <laughs> she replied, I've lived in Manchester my whole life. It was a huge shock and ups- uh, uh, for me and upset for me and everyone around me. And I replied, sniff, sniff, I'll take them. <laughs> put emojis. <laughs> and that's the end of that one. Wait, please tell me you actually uh, bought them. Well, she, gave, she wanted my address. I did not buy them. No, no, no. I don't think my girlfriend would be okay Ramsey, with that. I'll, Ram, Ram, I'll set up a P.O. box. Ramsey, <laughs> right, buy these panties. Okay. Well, we'll see. Yeah, I'll buy, we'll buy them. If you, hang on. If you buy these panties, we will put them on the wall next to the Mark Malloy you, hat and the Mean Boys artwork. I will message her back as soon as this podcast Ram, is over. Ramsey, I, that was the funniest thing we've ever had on this show. <laughs> Like we said, we like having guests on the show. Uh, when we can, we plug them into the sketches. Uh, I wrote this one specifically for this guest, uh, Jessica Michelle Singleton, very funny comedian, yes. uh, with no further connection to anybody. <laughs> podcast. Yeah, not at all. Definitely no one's ex. But uh, Jessica's hilarious, and I had this idea forever of an old timey like 1930s starlet, uh, like wide eyed ingenue being put into a very compromising uh, position in the show business industry. You can probably guess where it's going, but I don't want to spoil it. So please enjoy this sketch, one of my favorites. Uh, This is Roxy Sarsaparilla. Hey, everybody. I'm Chet Fontana, and this is Casting Couch Cream Pies. We invite real amateur sluts into our office thinking they're auditioning for a movie. But when they get here, they find out that to get the part, they're going to have to take a part of a body. The dick part. Joining me today is an adult film legend and three-time AVN award winner for most brutal anal devastation, Brick Piston. I'm going to give this girl the ride of her life, Chet. She's on her way up. Let's see what happens. Come in. Am I in the right place, mister? I'm looking for the casting offices of Bang 'em, Cream 'em, and Leave 'em. You're in the right place. Come on in. Say what a swell office this is. Heck of a lot of trophies. You all must be real whiz-bang and making pictures. Uh, yeah. Yeah, feel free to have a seat if you like. I'll stand if it's all the same. Better for the diaphragm. Let's me really hit the cheap seats. Uh, yeah, that's that's fine. So, uh, tell us a little about yourself. The name's Roxy. Roxy Sasparilla. Actress, singer, dancer, juggler, and all-around hot cup of coffee. 
Uh, all right, wh- where are you from, Roxy? I'm from a little town called Dullesville, Oklahoma. Growing up, the only way to keep away boredom was to go on down to the picture show. And I remember seeing Betty Davis up there on the silver screen and thinking, golly gee, that's the life for me. Got on a bus to Hollywood with nothing but a nickel in my pocket and a dream in my heart because I was born to be a star, a great big shining star. Yeah, all right. Uh, uh, so, so what experience do you have in the industry? A little bit of the old this and that. A play here, a bit part there. Got to be the lead in my school play. Oh, really? What part? Well, I was playing a tree. They wanted me to just lurk around in the background and keep my mouth shut. But I turned on the old sarsaparilla charm, and by the end of the show, all anybody could talk about was that singing maple taking center stage. I can still see the headlines of the town paper now. Wildly distracting child actress makes it all about her. Uh, right, right. So uh, so here's the deal. Uh, the film uh, we're auditioning for today is... Uh, it's more of an adult film. Oh, a dramatic role, huh? Well, you called the right gal. I've got a monologue ready from the postman always rings twice. It's bound to knock your socks off. Uh, no, no, please, uh, just stop uh, whatever you're, you're doing there. Uh, what I mean is the project involves uh, nudity. Oh, now I get the picture. One of those stag films to rile up the fellows, hey? I wasn't born yesterday. I get your drift loud and clear. Let me slip on the old birthday suit here. Get a load of these hot tomatoes, mister. Uh, yeah, yeah, they're, yeah, they're great. C- uh, c- could you just, like, hang that dress up? I, I don't want to get sequins and shit all over the floor. We're, we're renting this place. You got it, boss. Uh, now, Roxy, uh, I'd like to meet your, uh, scene partner, Brick. Put her there, big fella. Wow, okay, uh, you shake hands, like, crazy hard. <laughs> it's like my daddy always said, weak handshake, weak constitution. Is there a script? Yeah, we don't, uh, really write these. Chet, is this fucking bitch for real? Mind your language, Brick. I'll have you know I'm as real as a U.S. silver dollar, and I've got twice the shine. Uh, uh, okay, Brick, let's, uh, can you just, uh, show her what she's gonna be working with today? Yeah, okay. Holy Toledo, will you look at the size of that ding-dong? I tell you, it looks like one of those big salamis they used to hang in the window of the town butcher shop. Yeah, you know what to do with it? Put it on a nice rye with a little bit of mustard. Make yourself a darn fine lunch. No, yeah, no, I mean... Oh, right. Down we go. Oh, fuck you. How is she, Brick? I mean, like, weird. Like, I can feel her smiling on my dick, dude. It's confusing. Boy, I tell you, I've heard of choking on an audition, but this is ridiculous. Did I mention I do comedy as well? Dude, this, this is fucking creepy. I don't like this. Yeah, I, I, I know. Uh, just uh, improvise. Uh, just work with it, dude. Oh, fuck you, you little fucking whore. You got so much moxie, don't you? Darn tootin'. All right, let's, uh, let's see how she fucks. Roxy, how about you get on your hands and knees for brick? You know, back in Dolesville, I used to ride horses, but I never thought I'd get to be one. Seriously, my stand-up act is the cat's pajamas if you want to hear more. No, 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 for sure, no. All right, let's hear you talk dirty, Roxy. Oh, dude, why would you do that? Leaping lizards, call me Papa's rhubarb crops, cause I'm getting plowed. Isn't this dick in a fine? How do you do? You're really giving my petunia the business. You, you have got to stop talking. You're right. How about a song? Jeepers, creepers, get in there deeper. Jeepers, creepers, right between my thighs. No, oh, fuck it. I, uh, I can't. I'm sorry, Chet. I just, I, I'm done. I'm going back to school. Seems like that boy's got a real chicken in his hen house. Well, mister, what do you think? Did I get the part? I've been making porn for 15 years. And I gotta tell you, I've seen just about everything a man can see. I've seen threesomes and foursomes and every number of some after that. And I, I've seen a girl prolapse her anus, scoop it back up in a Burger King cup, and get right back in the action. But until today, I never thought I'd see the woman that could outfuck Brick Piston. Congratulations, Roxy. You're gonna be a star.
Gee whiz! With talent, positivity, and a heaping helping of good old-fashioned heart, Roxy Sarsaparilla went on to film 87 adult films that month, including 23 Skeet Do, Cram It Up My Flapper, and the menstrual fetish masterpiece, Ragtime. While she passed away shortly after from a medical condition called total vaginal implosion, her spirit still lives on in the hearts of every wide-eyed bumpkin who comes to Hollywood with stars in their eyes and a dream in their hearts. Well, 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 everybody. If you're a new listener, have you ever heard the story about the Keith and the dog fucking? No, what is it? Uh, well, we're about to play it for you. This oh, is so, I'm so excited. I'm so mad. I've had dozens of people <laughs> come up to me in, yeah, various states, country. in various states across this union and be like, well, so wait, what? You watched a dog fuck a lady? I'm like, kind of, yeah, or shut like, up. A yeah, couple yeah. walking up to Keith and the man going, oh, honey, have you heard the dog story? Keith, yeah. can you tell her the oh, dog? yeah. And watching Keith just melt. And I mean, this is, it happened once, and then for, it happened like a couple episodes in a row, and then I just did it every time, even like something tangentially related to a dog came up. Yeah, it became one of those bits where it was like really funny when it first happened, which is what you're going to hear, Yeah. then became super not funny because you did it so much, then circled around to being the funniest goddamn thing in the world. Oh, and I'm going to ride that sine wave all the way until the heat death of the universe, my friend. <laughs> it's ne- this is never going away. It's going to uh, go up and down until we're both dead. My life is hell. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so they enjoy. That's because dogs don't go to heaven. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you. Yeah. So uh, keep uh, keep on bugging him about it, and uh, (sighs) enjoy the uh, enjoy the genesis of the Keith Carey dog fucking story. I'll tell a really embarrassing story that I've never told in the podcast. When I was like uh, fourteen, I had a dog, and I was like right at like peak bonerdom, and I was I read something online about like the peanut butter thing, and I was like, all right, well. I, I'm gonna do this. And I just put peanut. Butter, I remember putting peanut butter on my like dick, and then just like looking at my dog, and my dog just looking at me, and just kind of going, "I see your game," and just walking away. <laughs> so then I just had peanut butter on my dick, and then I was like, "Ah, now I gotta like go wash peanut butter off my dick." I think a lot did of people have done that. Did you wash it off, or did you like it off? I mean, that, I, if, what, if I had that kind of flexibility, I wouldn't have needed yeah, a dog. Did, did, you know did, what I mean? Did, <laughs> have, did he have a portal gun to get his head down there? Yeah, good lord, the amount of science. Yeah, uh, yeah. Have so you I got friends owned by a dog. Have you ever told your other dog sex story on the show? Which one is that? Am I the only one who has not had sexual relations with an animal? I don't know if I've ever told that. No, I haven't. I I don't think I have told that one on this. Do you want to? Yeah, sure. I'll tell. I was uh, I was dating a girl. This is a long time ago. So I fucked a gerbil. Sorry, go ahead. This is and just to clarify because I've had people dated since. Tom look like a really big gerbil. (laughs) You do kind of look like a stern hamster. (laughs) This is nobody involved with the comedy scene. Nobody knows this person. But I was dating this girl and we were together for like a year. And then she was like. Oh, I have this like weird thing. I'm into like you know, it's like a sex thing. Like, can we try it? I'm like, yeah, sure. Like, I'll you know, I'll do anything once. And she's like, okay, it's like a weird kind of porn I like. And I'm like, okay, no problem. So we start fucking, and she like turns it on, and I look, and it's just like this lady in like a, a warehouse that just builds Russian sadness. Like, just this lonely <laughs> concrete room, just like bent over, just trek pants around the ankle. I'm like, nothing oh, good is gonna no. happen. And then the German Shepherd walks into the frame, oh, and I'm like, God. wait, what are we doing? <laughs> and then the dog starts fucking this lady. Guy gets over, puts a little peanut butter on the pussy. Oh, this dog did not need any peanut butter motivation. This dog was ready to party. Okay. Uh, and the worst part of the whole thing is, like, number one, I can't. I'm, like, fucking her from behind. Sorry, this is so gross. I'm fucking her from behind, so I can't, like, look away. I'm just like, oh, well, there it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she's like, wants me to, like, keep rhythm with the dog. Oh and this dog God. is profoundly out-fucking me. Like, this dog <laughs> has skills. And I only did that, like, nine more times. Then oh I said God. never again. Did you really do it nine times? We did it quite a few ah! times. No, it, it was look. It was either that or just not have sex, and I really like having sex. <laughs> 
it's one of these things where you get a burger and you're like, well, I am allergic to mayonnaise. I, the, the, true story. I got to like compromise by just turning the audio off because I was like, if I don't have to hear it, that's fine. <laughs> what does it sound like? You can get her a little. It sounded like a, yeah. It sounded like a lady. It sounded pretty rough. Like <laughs> pretty rough. Sounded like a lady uh, getting fucked by a dog. Like. <laughs> Uh, this next sketch uh, is uh, is a pretty uh, is, a, is a pretty classic Mean Boys formula. Uh, '90s nostalgia combined with ISIS. Uh, that's generally <laughs> those are generally the two main ingredients of any good comedy podcast. And the second piece of Pokemon related media uh, that we've had so far, which led to an off mic discussion about how maybe we shouldn't do that, to which we decided, ah, we already made the list. What's funny is I don't even think any of us like Pokemon that much. <laughs> Not really. Uh, fuck I, off. I, Pokemon's fantastic. I, uh, Pokemon are my dogs, Keith. You want to fuck? Well, we already talked about fucking a Pokemon. Oh yeah, <laughs> the yeah. rip has eaten its own tail. <laughs> yeah. It's a Pokeboris. Yeah, this is a, a Onyx or a Boris. Uh, anyway, Jesus Christ! Uh, for those of you that hadn't stopped listening, enjoy this sketch uh, about Pokemon and ISIS. Prepare for trouble and make it double to ensure the West self-immolation, to capture cities for a Sunni nation, to denounce the evils of Christian rule, and make it risk youths think we're cool. Jesse. James. Team ISIS blasting off at the speed of light. Surrender now or prepare to fight. That's right! Arbok, use your acid attack to disfigure that woman's face for her indecency. Allah Arbok! Pikachu, we've got to do something about this. Pikachu, Metapod, use grandstanding social media post. Wheezing, use sarin gas on your own people. I'm pretty sure that was a different Middle Eastern thing. Shut the fuck up. Nothing's happening. Charizard, start a flame war against someone who would never read or be influenced by your tweets. Meowth, use clitoral mutilation. With pleasure. Nothing's working. We need to save these innocent people. Pidgeotto, use fly to bring the asylum seekers to Kanto. There's a travel bat, Ash. Nothing's going right. The only job I could find after school was an unpaid internship categorizing monsters for an old man. I've been 12 for like 20 years. Misty doesn't want to fuck me. I'll never change the world. Wow, Macock. If you can't beat us, join us. Well, the uniforms are pretty cool. Got another one. Looks, Looks like, like our, our recruitment strategies are blasting off again. So during uh, during the, every show, we do a game called Witch of the Following. And during one of Witch of the Followings, uh, I you're about to listen to me trying to give a very complex explanation as to why I thought something was fake. And in the process, make myself look like a giant retarded dildo. So that is pretty much the gist of it. Enjoy... That is why. I am yeah. going Argentinian stripper, and here's here's why I think this, okay? Detective Tom, uh, there was a conspiracy that uh, there were all those hookers down in Argentina that, you know, people, government officials went down and banged. So I think that subconsciously was absorbed for this made-up one. And that is that is why. Wow, I just, uh, <laughs> Tom! I'm trying to sound smart. And he goes, and that uh, that is why. Stupid <laughs> 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 asshole! Follow my words, people. All right, I've been Elemen trying for years. <laughs> Elementary. Uh, uh, it's it's got to be the guy showing his dick to Betty Ford. All right, guys, the fake one. Tom is wrong. It's Betty Ford. <laughs> no! dick. And that and is why. <laughs> <laughs> Tom, Tom got to testify in front of Congress. Yeah. 
And uh, yeah, so that's I, I. There was no make em ups with Russia because I, I said so and they said so, and, and I deleted my email. And that is why. That is why. <laughs> oh my God, oh. Your Honor, <laughs> if it may please the court. I yeah, I'm gonna just out of the out of you know making a wish. I gotta go away. Well, it's all real or all fake, though. Oh, sorry. <laughs> and that, <laughs> that, that, my friends, that is why. <laughs> I meant all real. Uh, but I'm so glad. I, I need everyone who listens to the show to just oh tweet the God. phrase, that is why, to Tom that every day for the rest why. of his life. I want him to have a thousand that is whys in his fucking mentions the you, second this episode drops. You stupid yeah. asshole. You and you that... <laughs> That, my friends, is why. <laughs> you picture like a... Uh, like Not a, why, blah, 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 just that no. is why. That's like his catchphrase at the end of some like fluff piece at the end of the news. Like, and now, like an Andy Rooney yeah, type yeah, thing yeah. with Tom where he has some... Yeah, that know, is why, with Tom <laughs> That is why. Uh, wait, uh, no, 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 Tom's sitting at the news anchor desk. Good night and good morning. Oh, shit. I thought that... <laughs> Anyway, those are all fake. Uh, those are all fake. That was all a joke about us. We've talked about this before. One of my favorite things in the world is super broy aggression. Uh, it never doesn't make me laugh. Uh, and I created a, an idea for a thing called Twisted Nerve Productions, which is basically a, uh, an ad agency that sells soft, gentle events to fucking <laughs> Cottonmouth Kings fans. Yeah. Uh, and we, we've used them a lot. We had them do a, a feminist music festival with Juggalos. Uh, they did a, a Christmas carnival. Uh, this one is one of my favorite ones. Right around the time that uh, Wonder Woman came out and they were doing all those women-only screenings, uh, Twisted Nerve offered up something called the Man's Film Festival. That is all for uh, dudes and their boners. So please enjoy Twisted Nerve. Twisted Nerve Productions is the number one name in hardcore events that you shouldn't use the porta potties at. Theaters in Austin and New York have offered up women only screenings of Wonder Woman, leaving the guys out in the cold. We've heard your barrage of Moby tweets loud and clear, fellas, and Twisted Nerve is going to grab you by your neglected dicks and drag you kicking and screaming into the cinematic event of the century. Trim your nuts and practice your family guy voices, because it's time for the Man's Film Festival! Why should the ladies have all the fun? While they're watching that dyke play with a sword, you'll be spending 72 hours locked in a movie theater with the manliest men 4chan has to offer. There's going to be so much testosterone, your balls will grow dicks with beards. And this event is strictly by men for men. Do you have a pussy? Drown in it, trollop! We've curated three days of the most fist-clenching, no-directions-asking, salad-rejecting programming imaginable. Did you love Wolf of Wall Street? Hope so, because we're showing it three times in a row! Don't like it? Tough tits, Sally! Go be gay somewhere else! The real-life Jordan Belfort's gonna be there, teaching you how to sell bridges to chumps. And then he's gonna bare-knuckle box with Tucker Max. Winner becomes FBI director. Loser has to fuck a fat girl. Stallone's coming. Not Sylvester. The other one. No, not Frank. His phone was disconnected. The other, other one. I think his name is John. Who gives a fuck? 
He's bringing a special edition of Rocky. It's just the regular edition, but they pulled out the part where he cries and replaced it with a picture of a tit. The guy who does the coding for Mr. Skin is going to be there, showing a retrospective of the hottest sex scenes in history. From Black Swan to Requiem for a Dream, from Irreversible to The Accused, you're going to be given a deeper understanding of the complex intersection of cinema and eroticism until you blow a fat load. Are you a fan of musicals? Then cram a LaCroix up your tampon hole, because we're showing three hours of Rush videos. Sure, that's not technically a movie, but if you got a problem with it, the door's right there, and you can slam your dick tip in it. Our closing night film is Fight Club, because of course it is. Sit in a room with a bunch of your bros. Slide a long neck bottle of beer across your delicate lips, and watch two hours of male flesh pounding against more male Flash, and it can't be gay because it was written by a dude named Chuck. Our concession stand will only be serving the manliest snacks. The Diet Coke tap is now a Jaeger dispenser. The M&Ms are now Slim Jim. And nothing doesn't have nacho cheese on it. I hope you brought a towel, Nancy, because these snacks are a fucking catastrophe. Tickets are on sale now. All proceeds go towards re-election campaigns for male Ghostbusters. Man's Film Festival 2017! Oh, another one of my favorite things that we do on the show is the voicemails. And uh, if you're listening to this right now and you want to leave us a voicemail about anything at all, uh, drop us a line at 304-805-MEAN. That is 6326 for all you fucking simpletons out there. And this one comes to us from one of our listeners that we actually stayed with out in Indiana, Death to the Filth, uh, Alexis. And this is one of the gnarliest things. Yeah, we won't spoil anything about it, but... uh... We were all caught the fuck off guard. Yeah, by this. and and uh, she turned it into a a pretty great joke. She's pretty fucking fun. Yeah, it's like, very it's very yeah. well done. Not and only is it like a cool, fun, dark, surprising moment, but it is also the core of what we like doing with this show, which is taking something that could be just life destroyingly traumatic and turning it into something kind of funny. Yeah, and yeah, and, it, it. and it's it's really kind of a yeah, it, it is sort of beautiful. And then when you hear what it is, you're gonna be like, we're, they were talking about the carnival ride, like what? <laughs> So uh, enjoy uh, this voicemail from Death of the Filth, The Gravitron. Hey, Connor. I assume it's one of the answers piece. It's uh, Death of the Filth again. Um, please don't use that first one. I fucked it up. Um, <laughs> and Karma will probably be really upset if she hears that one. So please let me try that again. And I would really appreciate it if you didn't air the first one. So anyway... I will uh, start over here. <laughs> Wait, what so, happened? <laughs> as I said in my last message. I don't know, um, but we probably can't say. I generally deal with personal tragedy through mockery, and by doing so, I decided to write a Mexican joke-off joke. And uh, here is my attempt at it. <clears throat> Republicans in the House of Representatives recently passed a bill banning abortions after 20 weeks. Learning this means my wife having a miscarriage after riding the Gravitron at the county fair no longer a horrid personal tragedy, and is instead a serendipitously timed discovery of a life hack. (laughs) And now, ladies, you don't have to be pregnant either. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Holy shit, the Gravitron killed my baby. (laughs) I am the Gravitron. (laughs) Surrender your biological mass. (laughs) Wow. All flesh is the property of the Gravitron. What a fucking champion, dude. Thank you for that, bro. Holy shit. Best fucking of, shit. Good joke. Best of luck to you and your wife. Hopefully you guys can bring kids into this world. Yeah, they've, uh, they've got a couple already, but yeah. Nice. God bless you guys. More, I fucking love more those people dudes. like you. Yeah, yeah he's, he's cool as hell. I met him out in Indiana. All right. Uh, I think we're good on people in general. 
I think so is the Gravitron. (laughs) (laughs) Gravitron. That was the worst Justice League. (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Phil's big fan of you. Thank you. Mr. Phil. Please. Mr. Phil was my father. Call me Stinky Jeff. (laughs) Call me Death to the. (laughs) Mr. Death of. Call me Gravitron. Uh, call me the harbinger of Gravitron. Uh, I'm the, uh, I'm his, uh, he has many emissaries. I right. am one of his lords. <laughs> oh, no, I'm a herald of Gravitron. <laughs> I got Silver Surfer, Lord. All right, yeah, so this one, this last one is uh, this is the one that's really fucked up. Oh, shit. All right, so everyone, uh, buckle up. This is my, Hi, this... my name's Gravitron, and I killed a baby. <laughs> <laughs> Confession email from a county fair. Ride. What do I do now? I have the blood these... is on my spokes. <laughs> I would give every ticket ever exchanged for my services to have it back. I have defied both gravity and the will of God. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so this might give the guy going to prison a run for its money. Let's listen. Hey, mean boys. Um, real big fan of the show. Just uh, call him because I kind of had like a, a philosophical question to post for you guys or more like a moral one. Um. I recently found out um, that my therapist had taken his daughters when they were younger to see my maternal grandfather because he was a dentist. And uh, I had never met my maternal grandfather because my grandmother divorced him and took all the girls because they only they had seven children and they're all girls and um found out like at some point that they were oh, no. uh he, he was abusive he's a toucher he was, oh. part of it was that the, he could use being a dentist to do that so it was never brought like, no nobody call him sweeney toddler because that would be <laughs> to do that okay whoa i mean this is all like family shit that's been passed on to me and uh, <laughs> Time out. <laughs> <laughs> what does he mean? Passed on to me like now he's also a monster. <laughs> <laughs> I bear the first, the curse of my father and his father before him. <laughs> I kept this my grandpa up my ass for forty years. Gravitron, you, you will not stand between me and looking up the skirts of seven year olds. <laughs> oh no, no, this, this is this actually Grandpatron. <laughs> Grandpatron. I was going to say Grabatron, but. You're... <laughs> Holy fuck on my dick. What? Shut up. It's barely halfway done, dude. Oh, no. Why? Here's the thing. Like, I'm glad you like the show, whoever this is. I really am. Why are you calling us? That's my mean boys. You should call the mean cops. (laughs) (laughs) Or, like, the regular ones. (laughs) Any cop. Any cop is better than the best mean boy. Like, call the post office. They'll have a better Call the Coast Guard, dude. Oh, no. Call a stripper cop. Yeah. <laughs> this is awful. Yeah. I mean, we're going to finish this, right? <laughs> call we... Cash for Gold. Like, call, anybody. <laughs> call the Gravitron. <laughs> call uh, a real dentist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do a little fucking Frontier Justice with Doc this Holliday. Sucks. Yeah, sucks. This guy touched a little kids and then gave him a lollipop afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> like like that like yeah. they're, they're gonna always associate like sweets with a guy. Hey, I got molested and didn't even get any candy. Oh. So like whatever, man. <laughs> all right, uh, let's continue. <laughs> I molested and all I got was this lousy T-shirt. Oh god. No legal charges were actually ever raised against him, so he's allowed to continue practicing dentistry. And uh, 
I found out a couple of weeks ago that my therapist took his daughter to see him when you know like 10 or whatever years ago and because uh i my maternal grandfather's died since then but i just uh i'm in a bit of a of a pickle had a little better way to phrase that i feel like i'm protecting my therapist's feelings by not revealing any of this i'm pickle pedophile (laughs) (laughs) sorry information where really i should be of able to do that but like i don't want to tell him the possibility that you know his daughter was abused by a family member of mine that would be really fucked up so uh i don't know guys i just was calling to to pose this question to you i thought it might be uh worth discussing but i just really been kind of thinking on it myself if uh yeah well uh love the show it's like what do, what do we do yeah dude uh this is like what am i what am i supposed to do well, i wonder what carnock would think about your grandpa <laughs> oh that's a, a bummer man <laughs> oh man sounds like a pretty bad tragedy yeah. maybe like you your therapist needs a therapist now Crazy, <laughs> loco. Think it's a meme. Uh, this next sketch is a is a weird one. This is a this is a two a.m. iPhone Notepad idea that uh, that I kind of kicked out a few minutes before the show, and people ended up really liking it. Uh, this is a uh, Billy Mays uh, selling you on the idea of God. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how, how better to uh, pitch it than that, so we'll just cut right to it. Here it is. Hi. Billy Mays here. You might remember me as the spokesman for OxyClean or the guy that got your daughter into pills. I'm coming to you today from the bowels of hell to tell you about an exciting new product, God. Now you might think that God isn't real. Well, take it from me, he sure the fuck is. I spend my life doing key bumps in between takes of me pretending to clean shit and finger-banging PAs, and now I live in unimaginable pain. And as soon as the skin has been seared from my bones, it regenerates, only so I might feel it happen again. It's happened 17,483 times since I've been here, and counting it is the only thing keeping my weak grasp on this horrifying reality intact. Do you recognize the beauty and complexity of the universe, but choose to be grateful to nature and science? Stop doing that! God made nature, and he's pretty fucking pissed off about everybody that's not giving him credit. And he told me that if you guys keep it up with that science shit, he's gonna make a go-all Terminator on you. Do you only pay attention to the commandments that seem to make intuitive sense to your own moral compass? Don't fucking do that even a little bit. Turns out they're all really fucking important. Even the weird coveting ones, and the taking the name in vain thing. Take it from me, I've got a kidney stone made of scorpions because I blew a load in Sully's wife during the taping of season two of Pitchmen. Do you pray? If you don't, you'd better fucking start immediately. Just start apologizing for shit. He knows it all, and this guy is like a jigsaw Santa Claus. I have to scrub my own remains out of Satan's shag carpet every day and then fuck him with a dildo made of Mighty Putty. Hell is hell, and God is good. Unless you're in hell, then that guy is pretty fucking bad. I'm only doing this because he says for every person I convert, he'll reduce the number of crocodiles I have to watch rape my kids when I close my eyes. 
Holy fucking shit, it's a lot of crocodiles. Repent in the next 20 minutes and save yourself and your children from this hot nightmare. Just pay separate baptism fee. Yes, he cares about baptisms. Jesus shit, that was a brutal surprise. I'm Billy Mays, and I weep maggots at the thought of death. Repent and submit yourself to the will of God now. God's plan is better than your plan, and you are nothing without your one true creator, God. God is only available in the continental United States. <clears throat> Obama. Uh, so we've had a, a, a Mean Boys uh, guest favorite, Gareth Reynolds, on several times. And the first time he was on, uh, me and him clicked immediately, and he just kind of destroyed me <laughs> in oh, the yeah. funniest way possible. I absolutely loved it. And uh, try to explain to him my many run-ins with skunks. I've been chased down by a lot of skunks. Uh, <laughs> I know about this, and when you say it, it's, I'm still like, God damn it. Tom, Tom is so a funny. strange, like, adversarial, but also friends relationship with the animal Here's community. what it is. Birds, a lot of birds are just landing on me. We chill for a while. Skunks have a problem with me. I don't know what it is. And this is mostly Gareth's take on learning about my relationship with animals. Yeah, so uh, enjoy this clip with uh, uh, one of our favorites, Mr. Gareth Reynolds. Baltimore's Nobody Kill Anybody weekend was marred by several shooting deaths. Oh, Activists God. behind the event also organized the Keith Carey Keto Diet and the Tom Goss Skunk Peace Talks. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, it, it, there really was an event called the Nobody Kill Anybody weekend? It, uh, there was, yeah. And, that uh, shouldn't have to be. Was that where was that? Uh, in Baltimore, and a lot of people uh, got killed. <laughs> that, that is asking for killing, though. Yeah. yeah. That is basically being like, you're, uh, you're better if you kill this weekend. Yeah, like it's I would funnier. Never, I don't want to kill anybody, but like now that they said that, I'm yeah. like, oh, well, I should. Well, I'm like, gonna. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me what to do on my goddamn weekend. <laughs> You're not my boss. You're not my boss. I got this I'm gonna kill this lady. six months ago. <laughs> I'm killing this lady. <laughs> Put limits on my weekend. <laughs> Even the lady's like, yeah, I get it. They yeah, shouldn't tell you what to do. But fuck that. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Ow. I work hard, okay? I work hard all week all so week. I can go out in the streets. <laughs> and I work hard for the murder. <laughs> uh, and just a quick sidebar. Tom uh, is frequently followed by skunks. Uh, yeah, I've been cha it, it's chased. You're about to say chased. <laughs> yes, you've been chased by skunks. Yes, uh, this happens only uh, once a lot. in Echo. Well, no, only twice in Echo Park. Once what? here, and then <laughs> aren't we in Echo Park? Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. yeah. So three we times at Echo Park. No, two times in Echo Park. One at this house. Uh, he was hanging out by my. I used to live in the basement, and uh, sure. uh, yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, and then one, I was doing uh, doing a room, and then there was a skunk. I think it was mating season, and that one chased me, or maybe the kids were nearby. Should fornicate? I don't know. I think it's a protective thing. I Is hope it's like not the, the fornicate. Like you're a Pepe, like Pepe Le, Pew? Le Pew. Yeah, yeah. you're yeah. a live action Pepe Le Pew. I guess. And then you're the, that weird cat. He's trying to bang and keep yeah. changing this skunk tail. Maybe cats like me too. And then what? the third time, uh, <laughs> well, it's because <laughs> this skunk feels like he's not celebrating "Don't Rape a Human" weekend. <laughs> Stupid skunk mayor, tell me what to do. Uh, this is, I'm uh, taking Tom out. I, I don't respect the sanctity of the skunk government. Yeah, just opening the door and Tom's getting skunk fucked. <laughs> tell me what to do on oh, my no. weekend. <laughs> no, you don't. Last sir. time I checked, this was America. America, last time I checked. Like I don't want to work too goddamn hard. When you get a skunk rape kit, it's just a bunch of tomato juice. I don't know if you know that. <laughs> <laughs> the police station. Oh, God. <laughs> All right. Uh, Google is getting backlash after an employee published a 10-page memo against their diversity program. When the memo was translated into binary code, it went 0011001099. <laughs> 
<laughs> what a Hitler. What a Hitler this time. Hitler's strong. <laughs> and I don't want to spoil some stuff that's going to happen in the next two segments. There's going to be more Hitler. <laughs> We're not usually this Hitler heavy. We're themed the Hitler's coming. <laughs> You know, Gareth, we found out we have a uh, following uh, amongst the German alt-right, uh, which was very upsetting. Uh, so where we have to I'll tell them we to stop believing that I and also, also no, keep listening. I, we also found out I, that I, is bullshit, I, So apparently. here's the oh, really? that that was a fun story. So uh, uh, sorry uh, to the person uh, that I'm busting this for, but uh, she told Keith that. And this same person one time, I swear this is going somewhere, told me <laughs> <It never laughs> that has. her grandma... <laughs> was eaten by a horse a long time ago. And I go, okay, we got to talk about this on a podcast, please. I want to hear about your grandma was eaten by a horse. And then it turns out her grandma never got eaten by a horse. She was lying to me, but I believed her. But you, now I you know. You believe that she, <laughs> she was Russian. That she was Russian. That doesn't change a thing, so. It, it, that it makes it a hair more possible. Yeah. Still, it's she, very she, in, she, unlikely. No, horse, no. horse is Russian for she sharks. She sold it. She sold it. But now I know what she looks she like. She sold it. She did. She is this sold woman's that. initials I.S.? Yep. Yes. Okay, well, I know that she also uh, believes that uh, being transgender is a mental illness. So she's probably just like a dope well, person. She's <laughs> Russian. And so we... <laughs> That's not an excuse for everything. So it's Russian. No, so we. Gareth is texting his publicist right now. How do I get back <laughs> into a podcast? Joke. So as soon as she told Keith that, I go, I know you're lying. And she goes, yeah, but don't tell him. And uh, I got to reveal that that was all BS on the podcast. Hooray! Ultrasound effect. <laughs> yeah, that's Tom vamping. Yeah, uh, that, vamp, that was both a terrible story vamp. and a great story <laughs> at the same time. That's how you do it. All right, yeah, eaten uh, by a horse. <laughs> I just, yeah, I felt really, really dumb. Why? From... <laughs> well, that, that proves that horses what? are like, I'm so hungry, I could eat a person. <laughs> and cows eat other cows when they're fed it. You know, I'll fed them, you know. Russia's not a friendly place, you know. It's like, ah, we got... No more grandma, but we got a horse meal now. It's like it made sense in my Tom, head. Not one word you said in the past five minutes has made any sense. Look, why can't a horse eat a person? I'm just saying. All right, Tom, let's go through. <laughs> one, because shut up. Two, no. Three, see one. Uh, three people are stepping forward to see. They have uh, strong jaws. Oh just, my god, they're, they're known for the strong jaws. <laughs> Well, it turns out peanut butter ain't your mom. I, well, she's down there feeding them, but I get—I don't know what he got scared or something. Something spooked him, and he ate her piece by piece. Uh, uh, three people are stepping. Your uncle Tom got skunk fucked. Two. Oh my god! Earlier in the week, animals are turning against us. This is the war that the Terminators were thought to have brought. The Russian government is infiltrating us with reverse cannibalistic horse propaganda. Tom is like the opposite of Dr. Doolittle, but he can talk to all the animals, but all they say is, fuck you, die. Just trying to bang him. This next sketch is, uh, it was around Halloween. I wanted to do some Halloween sketches. I enjoy doing sketches that relate to the holidays and stuff, and, uh... Uh, it is uh, uh, semi semi offensive, mostly lovable. Uh, my take on Frankenstein. I don't want to. I, I don't want to spoil it. It's the kind of offensive that Tom is allowed to do. <laughs> yeah, 
<laughs> that's the kind of one. If you has... were bummed out when we talked about this kind of offensive earlier, this ain't gonna help. Heads yeah. up, I was on the short bus. I was I was one of the people. <laughs> I like how you said that like 42nd Street, I Kings have... till I die. <laughs> I, was, I rode the short bus. I have my 15 R years card. on that bus. I have my R card and I use it far too often. <laughs> my R card. <laughs> R card. I use it far too often. Yeah. In this sketch. How many times do I have to tell you? That just gets you a free donut once you bought 10. (laughs) (laughs) Of, uh, yeah, retarded Frankenstein, enjoy. (laughs) (laughs) The title is so bad. (laughs) We got him. We got the Frankenstein. We got the ugly bastard. All right. I got him all ganked and tied up. Well, let's get him over here. Time to burn him at the stake. All right, you monster. Your day has come. I'm not monster! Look at this monster brought back to life, reaping terror across the town. You say you're not a monster, but if you aren't a monster, then what is? I'm not monster! All right, then. Any last words? Not that you can even put a sentence together. I'm not good at talking! I'm too special! Uh, what? Special! I'm special! Wait. Oh, Jesus Christ, Mother Mary and everything sacred, Mr. Mayor, I think this man's retarded. Oh, man. No, 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 that can't be. Why does your head look like that? Dada dropped me too much. No, he's he's fucking green. I bet at finger painting. Well, finger painting is hard. I ain't good at it. I don't believe it. Monster, tell me, how do teachers grade your homework? Thumbs up, shiny star. Gold star and hugs and kisses. Ah, oh, fuck me. He's retarded. Why are there bolts in your neck? I try to make me a home. Aww. Aww. Hey, let's burn him anyway. <laughs> yeah, let's burn him. No. We'll return to the History Channel's A Brief History of Texas after the break. We had a debate about <laughs> the the concept of soup and my aversion to eating it. No, how it started? Do you remember how it started? This fight? I, I don't exactly. Know. I do because you were telling us. Uh, well, don't uh, spoil it. Oh, you're right. Yeah, yeah right, we won't spoil right. it. But it involves involves destroying a loved one's feelings. Oh, <laughs> oh it, yeah, it does. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, it's, it, we, yeah, we won't give too much well, away. Connor but. is just. I've known Connor for a long time, and he's just like. <laughs> Weird and like will only eat like chicken fingers and, and burritos he trusts. Yeah, like he's, yeah. I'm he's, very. He's yeah. like a, a just a frightened child about any kind of food. I got a lowercase R card. Let's just put yeah. it that way. I, I watched this man. You have cry. a soft A. I watched you like <laughs> cry softly a. when somebody tried to make you eat rice one time. Oh yeah, yeah. I've since I've actually started you, eating rice. You flipped on rice. I've oh. expanded my horizons a little bit. Yeah, but, but we uh, brought up the concept of giving Connor soup, uh, and then. He got madder than is possibly justified. I was I was just in some kind of mood. I mean, I'm a very moody. Not like normally. You're normally <laughs> such a ray of goddamn sunshine. All right, shut shut up. You're fat. Uh, <laughs> Good you're, point. You're a fat guy. All right, that's what, what you are. Whatever you autistic if you, dingus. If if you can't tell by the the the, the butter and gorgonzola crumbs <laughs> that are just coming through your earbuds into your fucking head from Keith's throat, uh, I'm sitting next to a very fat human being. I'm uh, not even that fat. You're not, but I mean, yeah. People keep meeting Keith on the tour, and they're being like, "Yeah, Keith is like fine." Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I weigh like you 10 pounds like, more than Tom, and somehow like, I'm the fucking butter dump. And well, Tom you're is, also like five inches shorter. <laughs> I'm, fuck you, you lying piece of shit. I am one inch shorter. You're like 4'11. You. I am one. Fuck yeah. What is yeah. happening to me? You're basically an Oompa Loompa. Also and Asian. We should make up more fun lies. Well, I wouldn't go that far. I am wearing a Ben Sherman shirt. That's the one thing that's true. Actually, Samoan good. is Asian. <laughs> 
Oh, that's I'm a good real. point. I'm barely Samoan. I'm Samoan the oh, way now like... now you don't rep it. I'm now Samoan you don't rep it. I'm Samoan the way like a boring white girl at Coachella is like a tenth of pack. Yeah, could you get a college scholarship amount of Samoan? Uh, I don't know. I haven't looked into it. Could you get a job as a I think it's a, a little late for me to get a college scholarship, dude. <laughs> oh, no, I know. But I mean, hypothetically. Right, what about a high you're... school scholarship? Yeah, I think you can just go. <laughs> yeah, a GED scholarship? Yeah. Oh, what, that's four... 500 iTunes reviews. Get Keith money. gets a GED. <laughs> I'll get my GED for 500, dude. <laughs> I'll do it for 1,000. All right. So, so anyway, here's an argument we had about soup. <laughs> what a good intro. <laughs> yeah, I, but I've you... also seen you have a fight with a, with a girlfriend over soup. Like it's uh, it, it, uh yeah. Well, she wanted me to eat soup, and I'm like, <laughs> I've never eaten soup in my adult life. It's, and, you should, and it's I, fine. I, I just it's never. Soup. It's li- I don't even love soup. Like liquids shouldn't be savory, and that's just my opinion. All right, call me a, a racist. Or I whatever. will. You're dumb. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, I don't want to eat soup, and she's like, "Well, would you eat soup if I made it?" And I was like, "No." <laughs> Yeah, like I what think, if I made my favorite soup Connor, and I sat down and we could share it together? Would you just try it? Would you just try a sip? And I was like, I don't want to. I don't know why you do that. That seems like a counterproductive, odd... stupid thing to do. Well, because the answer you're supposed to give is yeah, sure, because somebody's making a sweet gesture and you're trying to. Be she, I told her I don't want to do it. Just take. I know she's not more doing... soup for you. She's How not, about that? Because it's not about the soup. It's about she wants to do a nice thing for you. I don't give a fuck about what. Am, what am I supposed to share this soup experience? Like, yes! like we're doing mushrooms yes! under the star. Like, just, oh, a person cared about me enough to make soup for me. She didn't actually make the soup. This is all hypothetical, and I frankly, well, she would have made the soup if you weren't a cunt about. Yeah, I think I saved the trouble, dude. Dude. Who the fuck? I don't... What kind of soup was it? I don't know. Some dumbass soup. <laughs> Knowing the girl, because it's the girl I think it is, right? Yeah. It was not going to be good soup, but I, that's not the point. I would have eaten the soup. Yeah, Tom gets it. Well, yeah, no. Well, I, I just... Look, you think I want to see Frozen twice? I think I you now. I think, I think it's a stupid thing to do to expect people to try the things that you like if they don't want I'm to. All, here's, here was my rule. I can't think of a worse hell than dating you. <laughs> I'm a wonderful boyfriend. <laughs> I... I watched the movie, I shut the fuck up, and then I screamed about it when I got home and she wasn't around. Yeah, that's fine. That's totally yeah. right. Yeah, usually. And what? then it, when she asked me if I liked it, I said no. But you like but if I you need me to, it. like I'll will find a way to enjoy most things if it's important to you. I don't think it should be, but I'll 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 <laughs> suck it up and do it. Can you, you give know? an example? It's so weird that somebody who is ostensibly a professional artist has so little regard for anybody who <laughs> enjoys art on any emotional level. I get it. I just don't like. Why do you need to show this to somebody? That's the- if you think they'd like it, but a lot of times... It's you like, realize we opened this show by telling people to tell a friend and subscribe, right? Like, we forget to do that. Video. We forget to do that most of the but time. But you understand the, the, the irony of what you are. It's not for me. I've never, I don't think I've ever told anyone to look at anything. Mean boy, soup wars. You fucking liar. I know I have, but yeah. I, I just don't... Why would why is this so all of our bonus content? Are you just showing us things you like? It's just funny YouTube videos. Yeah, it's just things you like. It's things Logan I like. Things that I know you're gonna hate. It's YouTube video. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's no. a, that's objective. It is a YouTube video. No, There's a it's lot not of a funny one. It I is kind of funny. funny to watch it you hate it. It's not kind of funny. It's interesting. I look so at. You don't I, think anybody would show you a movie because they thought you would hate it and that would be funny? Like, no, I look at the YouTube stars from an anthropological, almost you're racist so perspective. Full of shit. No, I do. It's like it's, I know, I'm fascinated they, by how society. Uh, this dumbass ate soup. <laughs> He's soup eating motherfucker. Yo, epic prank. We trick Connor McSpadden into eating soup. I'm gonna uh, pour soup into you with a fork? funnel at some point. I'm not. I don't want to fucking eat your goddamn soup, I know that's bitch. What the funnel Cheesy is bread for. on top of it. You, can, you could. 
fucking cheese. Dude, you let's get fried onion soup right now. It's so good. Yeah, go fucking drown it, you pieces of shit, dude. All right? And I don't know, tell your friend to get over his fucking dead secretary, <laughs> you bitch. We're offering Why? you soup. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck if Barack don't Obama... If Barack Obama... <laughs> Walked in here right now. Hey, Connor, I'd love to. Uh, That's I'm Bill, Bill Clinton. Clinton. <laughs> uh, soup. If, if I don't know who, pick your fucking poison. Who? Uh, yeah, my if fa- Obama did it, it would be a trick. He doesn't have any reason to talk to you. <laughs> oh, that got really dangerous. <laughs> it, yeah, I don't know. Whoever person I, I don't know. Some famous. Wow, wouldn't can you believe if they're like you want to get? I'd be like. Oh, watch you eat soup. I'll have this some bread. This is Connor's version of would you suck a dick for a million dollars? Like, would you would you eat soup to become friends with there's, the celebrity? I, I don't. There's no nothing in my personal development or life or career or health necessitates me eating soup. Something I don't want to do. But you might like soup. I'm not. It looks gross to me, and yes, I'm not so going to be able to get over that. It, no, it doesn't. I eat food. I don't think it looks you've gross. You've been wrong about stuff before. You've tried stuff. I, I, I have, yeah, I, but I, soup, I'm not going to get it. I don't even like soup that much. It's just the principle of the thing. There's a whole mental block. It just looks gross to me. I know this is a very autistic thing. If but... you at least acknowledge that it's a you personal thing and it's not like a weird like moral superiority thing. That's all I need. I don't think if you know that I feel this way about soup, which a lot of people do, uh, that you should say, but what if I made you my special soup? I don't want to fucking eat your soup. Lady, all right? This is what, what is it? You're just going to watch me choke down the soup that you lovingly made you might like and it. lie through my teeth about, oh, no, it's not that bad. And you're like, I can make it again next week. I'm like, no, that's okay. I love that your version of trying to be nice is, it's not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the, that's the best possible scenario I could foresee. Oh, God. You, God. It's gross to me. What about gumbo? I, 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 don't, I enjoy gumbo. Everyone's <laughs> No, it's not. It's chunkier. Soup. soup is just a That's straight up. Ch- that, it's just fucking weird chicken water. You're thinking of broth, asshole. Soups can be chunky. Yeah, I know, but even then, most of the chunky soups and that gumbo, I really did have to eat to be polite because I was a guest in their home. Yeah, but and I didn't love it, but I fucking I made it happen. It was okay. It wasn't great, but I could you're do it. You're backpedaling your love of gumbo. I I don't love gumbo. I've eaten gumbo, and it's fucking fine. Gumbo I, lover. I like. Chi- <laughs> I like chili every now and again. I, I like chili. Know. Chili's gross. Yeah, it is gross, but it's good. I mean, it no t- soup. On the other hand, the thing I've never tried, I know for an empirical <laughs> fact, I would hate. Even though soup is such a broad, that might as well be saying like food is bad. Like there's so many kinds of soup. I just like I don't know. Tom's a sauce. Tom's a I like sauce, and I know you're going to say a soup is just a big sauce. Yeah, that's yeah. Uh, but it's like I don't want to. It's meal sauce. Tom, you're afraid of claymation. Yeah, I can't help that. I've tried to, and I've. I'm afraid of eating soup. I don't know. It's, no, it that's not comparable. Me. You've never thrown up watching Chicken Run. That doesn't that doesn't compare. Tom, what if I told you that I saw the most beautiful claymation film, and it made me understand myself better as a person? I was going through some stuff. I, I wanted like, you to see it. There's some good claymation plots out there. I get it. I just can't. I, it's hard for me to watch it without wanting plot. to so, squirm. But I still enjoy a lot of the plots. In you're claymation a terrible films. boyfriend. I would watch a claymation film for a for a girl for sure. I'd tell them that I might puke on them partway through or something. You know, I might puke on you ass. if you make me eat your fucking soup. I'm not making you eat anything. I'm just I gotta be honest. I don't want anything. Soup dialogue. I want to not yell about soup anymore. <laughs> this um, is the meat boys, Keith. We're soup based now. I'm mostly and don't just trying to be trying to be funny here. I don't. It was nice for it off to make the soup. I just didn't want to eat it, and I, I felt bad. Chili. And I was gross. and I, I did the thing where I was just too blunt about it, and she was like, "Would you would you try it if I made it?" And I was like. 
I'm going to be real with you. Probably not. I mean, if you're going to... It's so funny thinking about you, like, saying these words to a woman and then being like, why is she mad at me? What did I do? I'm just being straight up I ran the program. I did did what? I'm being honest. You fucking dolt. I think I was like, if it was a big deal to you, I'd probably choke it down. You fundamentally misunderstand how a human emotion works i get it i just don't agree i'm just like i that's not how i operate i know i no agree with the motion it's so funny it's just so funny and i and i don't remember exactly what it would all happen but she was just like well yeah this like why would you say that and i'm like i'm just trying to be honest with you i mean like if you, you if you really wanted to do something nice for me you'd never bring up soup ever again like you just being this cold like community college <laughs> dropout spock and then just fucking shitting yourself in all these curb your enthusiasm would moments. you eat spaghetti to save Keith's life? Uh, yeah, yeah. Would you eat spaghetti just in general? It's not soap. Uh, probably. I wouldn't order it. Well, like, somebody made spaghetti. If someone made me spaghetti? I've yeah. made you if spaghetti. I, if I make spaghetti, like house spaghetti, we I've done spaghetti? this. No. No, I would get something else. Yeah, I've done this. Would you do it just on principle because I'd like to see if you like spaghetti? No, I just wouldn't want to eat it. If I was, like, starving, I could eat <laughs> spaghetti. We are going in such circles. <laughs> Yeah. All I, right. That that animal you found is spaghetti. Which one do you eat first? Which animal? <laughs> um. Wait. Oh, I thought you said that animal you found. I'm uh, like, what? Let's let's go. Uh, I would eat, yeah, of rabbit. Course, yeah. Of, come. Of course, I would eat spaghetti over roadkill. I'd eat soup over roadkill if I'm starving to death. Okay. But we're talking about a dinner date where we can eat literally anything that we can fucking get access to with all of our money. And so, what do you eat on a dinner date? I don't know. I usually eat beforehand. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I also don't go on dinner dates, you know. And I'm, I'm not like, oh, let's go to Fleur de Lis or whatever. What the fuck is Fleur de Lis? It's a restaurant from a Pat Oswalt joke, which is one of the only fucking restaurants I could think of. I, knew any other, I don't know. Well, yeah, you. Applebee's. I don't think ladies out to Applebee's, Keith. Why? Why not? Midwestern woman, like. I don't know because I don't. You are taking pictures out to anywhere. Yeah, I'm you're just going to their studio apartments and like making weird faces because they try and feed you food. I don't. I, they, we discussed it beforehand. I shoot the idea down before they get the ingredients. God, you fucking cyborg built to do nothing. Dude, I've had, I've been in environments where I had to eat shit that a gal had made or like she'd made for her family and I, I do some real fucking feeding the, 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 the dog vegetables type shit. <laughs> It's like sneaking it and fucking going to the bathroom with my whole plate with me. Or What's so funny is that you think you're getting away with it, and then immediately they're like, so yeah, that weird kid is just throwing the food in the toilet, right? You know, no, I don't think it? I've ever thrown food in the toilet, but I'm just, I, I'd always just be like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm, oh, I'm allergic to everything. Sorry. <laughs> I believe I... I'm sorry. The image of Cotter Troy, <laughs> instead of a dog, he's feeding soup to a goldfish. <laughs> Why is the goldfish it's just floating in the bowl? I thought since it was clam chowder, it'd be good for him because they're, they're fish, right? Yeah, clam clamabolism. <laughs> Another uh, recurring character of the show is a Boston meathead named Mark Malloy. Uh, this started out with a very early sketch where uh, I thought it'd be funny to have a dude from South Boston open up an anime emporium out of the back of a pickup truck. Uh, Mark has since evolved. He has stopped a man from committing suicide. He has opened a daycare. He's always opening a business. And he's, yeah, he's pretty much the Bugs Bunny of Mean Boys. He is. <laughs> and he's weirdly, he's a fun character because he's weirdly woke in a very, like, ignorant way. Meat shit way. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. he's right in the wrongest way you could possibly be. This is a great example of this. Uh, this is right after all the Me Too shit started popping. He's a, uh, a good hearted brick. He really is. So we decided to have Mark Malloy come in uh, and give a little bit of a sexual harassment seminar to any confused men out there. So please enjoy Mark Malloy on sexual assault. 
How the fuck are you, everybody? It's your boy, Mark Malloy. You know me as an entrepreneur, semi-reliable dope guy, and as South Boston's most trusted name in never calling the fucking cops. The state of Massachusetts has asked me to record this video. And by asked, I mean, this is community service on account I got popped for drinking three bottles of cough syrup at a Bruins game and trying to hotwire the Zamboni. Took four Reddit cops to get me out of the garden. I swear to fucking God, kid. Doctor said I went into something called NyQuil frenzy. I guess it's like being a fucking werewolf. Except instead of a silver bullet, the only way to stop me is to strap me to a gurney till I sweat out a whole pint of codeine. It's fucking bonkers, kid. Anyway, enough about me. Sexual harassment has been all over the news. Every fucking time I turn on the TV, some other movie stars gotten popped for yanking their crank at some broad ain't into it. Jerking off in front of a scared lady is the new Judaism, because everyone in Hollywood loves it, and I think it's fucking gross. Now look, I get it. I know how it is to see a hot little piece of tang hanging out on the corner, and you go all fuck nuts, and it's like your cum is trying to tunnel through your balls like they're a wall at Shawshank. But the fucking rules now, kid. And we all gotta catch up and learn about something called consent. I know, I never heard about it either. But that's why I'm going to teach you the do's and don'ts of responsible fucking. You'll learn how to respect the boundaries and personal space of all whores. And if you pay attention, you might just learn how to get some honest puss. Boston City Law currently defines consent as, quote, a sexual encounter in which the woman is alive and the man is white. I don't know what the rules on homo stuff are. I think they filed that under witchcraft. So, I don't know, call you congressman or whatever. However, it's a little bit more complicated than just that. For example... We've all been in a situation where we piped up some drunk gal in a bathroom. Tale as old as time. Seems fine, right? Apparently, no. See, if you're too drunk, apparently you can't make responsible choices. And that's fucked up. So it's like this. Last week, my cousin Little Pete drank a bottle of Windex and he gets fucking shithoused, okay? So we dragged his ass down to that tattoo shop down on Blue Hill. Had that guy give him a tramp stamp that says, Puerto Rican cum goes here. And then an arrow pointing to his butthole so nobody gets confused on where the Puerto Rican cum goes. And sure, he thought it was a good idea then, but he wouldn't have done it sober, and he sure as fuck wasn't stoked about it in the morning. So it's like that, but the tattoo is your dick. If you're wondering if she's too drunk to potty, a good test is the eyeball check. Look at her eyes. If they're pointing away from each other, get her a glass of water and try again in 15 minutes. A good rule of thumb is to remember this phrase. Eyes in the same direction, get an erection. Left one adrift, collar a lift. Here's a fun scientific statistic. According to recent research, there's evidence that girls also enjoy fucking. So if they want to sit on your junk, they will let you know. If you find yourself in a situation where you're trying to persuade a broad into sex, knock it off. Take the L, walk away with dignity, and go find a girl with lower standards. I've spoken to several feminists in the wild, and once they stopped slapping and yelling, they actually taught me a thing of three. It turns out, no means no, and not, as I used to believe, no means go really slow like you're trying to sneak past a T-Rex. If you're getting into that freaky-deaky whips and chains shit, first of all, nice. Second of all, make sure you got a safe word, something nobody would ever, ever say during sex. You know, like, go Yankees, uh, Mike Pence. If you're into choking, really, really, really make sure she's into choking. Get that shit in writing, like with a contract and a notary and shit. It's a lady's neck, not a boat you're buying cash on Craigslist. Cover your fucking bases, kid. And if she ain't going to be able to talk for a while, I don't know, maybe make her a sign that says help, like fucking Wile E. Coyote. If you're like me, and if you're in a situation where they're making you watch this video, you're probably a lot like me. You probably think this is all bullshit. I get it. I used to think feminism was just the natural enemy of me getting a sandwich. And that broads told people they got touched because they wanted attention and weren't pretty enough to be on TV. But I've learned a lot, 
And believe me, nobody is more surprised by that than me. I haven't learned a lesson since 1996. And that lesson was how to hotwire a Zamboni. And we all know where that got me. But I talked to a bunch of ladies, and we've been doing them 30. I'm fucking serious. You know how hard it is to be abroad in Southie? Imagine it. You're an eighth grade dropout. You're waiting tables for fuck shit an hour. You probably got a fucking brood of mushmouth Mick babies because your old man's doing 25 to life for kicking a cop in the neck. And you're strung out on pills you stole from your dog. And on top of that, you got to dodge dicks all day like your Indiana Jones running past a bunch of Mexicans with blowguns. It's fucked up, and we got to do better, kid. Plus, best of all, as it turns out, being respected and treated like a human being gets chicks horny as fuck. I swear to God, I was chatting up this goofy Harry Pitts college chick at Kalani's last night, and I just, like, listened to a talk for 45 minutes. As it turns out, she's kind of funny. She's cracking jokes about pussy farts. She put ACDC on the jukebox. Fucking cool chick, kid. Sure, she was a little hoity-toity, kept trying to get me into some kind of juice cleanse voodoo bullshit. But hey, fucking Pobody's nerfed. She ended up taking me back to her place, and I swear to God, she rode my dick like it was the last lifeboat off the Titanic. She was even showing me new tricks. I didn't even think that was possible. Did you know chicks eat ass now? It's a bright fucking future, kid. And it starts with you and me. All right, can I, can I go home now? As much as we, like, prepare shit for the show and, like, write sketches and stuff, a lot of times the goofiest shit is just when me and Connor lock in and realize we both like doing dumb song parodies. Yeah, there's a lot yeah. of them. And that's where I just kind of lean back and watch the magic. Yeah. This is yeah. one of my favorite moments of the best of episode. Yeah, from one, of, from one of my favorite episodes. If you're going to go back and check out one classic episode to get the flavor of the show, I recommend Private Applebee's. Yeah, Private Applebee's or Meet Bikini with Gareth Reynolds. Or, or, uh, that's one of my favorites. But yeah, this is uh, yeah because Keith and I have uh, basically been avoiding talking to other people and just sitting in a corner and making fun of them. For you know, half a decade yeah. at this point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and we just, we just sort of, I just like, oh, okay, well, I'm going to be next to you. And then I, I, I don't have a lot of interactions without you guys now so when i'm out alone sometimes i'm like oh where's my it's like it's like i got a phantom limb syndrome but for calling somebody gay <laughs> i'm just like oh man I, I went to do it and it was gone Fuck, i need to get a hook you know or like a cardboard cut out of you it's like a be... muppet like a puppet the hand puppet have you ever heard the dog fucking story i know i made the puppet you say that I'm like you love talking about doing this, yeah. i am petting a dog what does that have to do with anything the puppet me has a smaller puppet me on his yeah, I yeah. the dog fucking story. No, I haven't. <laughs> oh, no, I love sucking dick more. No, I do. <laughs> Russian nesting. Why do our voices sound the same? Anyway, I suck a bunch of dick. Here's us singing uh, <laughs> Applebee's songs. Yeah, enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> and the Mean Boys podcast returns with a uh, new middle segment, uh, an idea submitted by fan of the show Brian Cox. Very funny comic. Check him out. Uh, it's Halloween. We want to do something a little uh, spooky movie specific. Uh, so this is a game called Screamo Song or Giallo Movie. Do you guys know what Giallo is? No. Um, I, I could be pronouncing it wrong. What do you think is Giallo that, is? It's that Come Sail Away singer. That's Sticks, isn't it? Yeah, what could you possibly think I you wasn't mean? Okay. Is that the name of the guy in Sticks? Is it similar? There's no chance in fuck that Tom knows the it's, name it's, of the it's, singer it's, of it's one of It's one of those dumb, like... Rock. I'm looking up lead singer of Sticks. Here's okay. the thing. Either way, you're not correct. Okay, Dennis DeYoung, James Young, Tommy Shaw. None of them. Okay. None of them sound like Giallo uh, in the slightest. I was thinking of Cher. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> well, that went exactly how I wanted it to. Uh, Giallo movies are Italian horror movies. Like the way you think is just like a tesseract of bullshittery. <laughs> oh, like gelato. And Cher is Italian. I don't think. No. What? No. Shut up, Tom. <laughs> they're Italian <laughs> horror movies from the 70s and 80s. They have retarded titles, and they're usually just about, like, boobs and fucking, and then just way too much blood. Number five, a lizard in a woman's skin. 
Uh, we're, not, we're not doing porn comedy up review, are we? <laughs> lizard in a woman's skin. Ooh, this, this is, is about a, Ivanka Trump. I was about to say. Hey! I was about to make a Carly Fiorina joke, but I forgot her name. You son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, I don't know what move that is. Yeah. Uh, what move? <laughs> it's like it's a Street Fighter combo. It sounds like a crazy flying knee. Uh, I'm gonna say Carly Fiorina. Oh, I, th- I thought a move like a dance move. Oh, now do the cha-cha twist. Dude, the Carly Fiorina. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's in fucking uh, Dance This Mess Around. Yeah. <laughs> the Aqua Velva. The Carly Fiorina. Collude yourself. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Friends with lobster. Russia. Friends with uh, Russia. Did you just say red lobster? <laughs> <laughs> red lobster. It was a red lobster. lobster. Rock lobster. Cheddar Bay biscuits <laughs> under the dock. <laughs> Overpriced crab. Here is the soup. <laughs> Everyone had a bib. <laughs> But it wasn't a bib. The Crab Shack is a little oh, crab place where we can dip in butter. Crab Could have gone to Sizzler. <laughs> crab Shack, baby. You got the surf and the turf and you mix it all up. <laughs> <laughs> You're living in your own private BJ's. Uh, Let's just do train from the beef 52s. <laughs> Let's just do B-52 chain <laughs> restaurant parodies for the rest of the episode. Your own private Applebee's. <laughs> Your own private Applebee's. Up from the ground with a blooming onion. <laughs> Let's sit out on the patio. <laughs> Beware the heat lamps. They get kind of hot. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm trying to do something with Rome. Oh, God damn it. All right, last one. Murder Rock. Ooh. But it wasn't a rock. (laughs) Murder Rock. Lobster. Kill him, kill him. Lobster's got a knife. Lobster's got a knife. He's coming in tight. Uh Uh Got the rhythm section going for nothing. Nothing, Jerry. Nothing. Rock Lobster, Jerry. Uh, Lobster Murder Rocks. It's Murder (laughs) Rock. Rock Murder? Murder Rock. Ooh, this sounds like a song, which makes me feel like it's a movie. So I'm going to say it's a movie. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say movie. Connor Batten a Thousand, that is the yeah. movie. That is uh, an 80s disco musical about a series of murders at a uh, dance academy in Italy. And man, watch the trailer for this movie. Murder at it's, the dance academy. It, it starts with, yeah, somebody just counting down in German, and then it's just like a bunch of like unattractive. Well, they just 80s. find a, a disemboweled Billy Madison. It, it, yeah, it's literally just like 80s, like unattractive Olivia Newton John, like fucking leotard dancing, and then they just periodically cut to boobs, and then the boobs being stabbed. It's <laughs> insane. Have you guys ever seen Ice Scream? No. No. It, it is it is the absolute worst film. It's it's supposed to be a horror film. Okay. But it and it's about a guy who opens an adult ice cream shop to save the shop and it's all porn stars are the actors. <laughs> oh my god. And it is it is just painfully horrendous and Keith you have to see it. That sounds amazing. You might be the only person on this planet that ends up appreciating this film. It sounds wonderful. It's so bad. I'll check it out. It's it everybody is. goes to Arby's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Carter checked out of the show a while ago, and it just made it like beautiful <laughs> mind pun world. Are you like just looking up more B fifty two songs at restaurants? Yes, I have a <laughs> fucking ass. I'm cross referencing this big picture of fast food chains, and also this list of B fifty two songs. <laughs> Remember all those really good characters from earlier? <laughs> Here's another one. <laughs> 
yeah, this is uh, this is what. What did you even think of this? What was the impetus for I, this? Like a lot of times when I'm panicking, and can't come up with a sketch. I just come up with funny names yeah. first, and then like what, like a P90X wife, the workout one. Yeah, yeah. I just started because I thought it'd be funny to have a dude named Dirk Nut Guzzler. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then I was like, all right, he could be like a a, fit, a CrossFit bro, and then it just spun out from there. This one started at Alligator Dave, and it ended at Alligator Dave. Yeah, uh, his whole personality is just imagine a guy named Alligator Dave. Yeah, I love uh, I I love like weird like swamp fuck reality television. He's like Florida Boomhauer. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, where they just follow around these like dingbats from like the fucking boonies who should just die drunk on a fan boat and instead they just <laughs> throw TLC checks at him and then there's like well I guess I get to be interviewed on Fox News for well, some apparently I got my own line of barbecue sauce now <laughs> yeah and it was you know, you know fun boys to do just get all weird and hibbity dibbity so uh, <laughs> yeah it was, it was a good little, uh, good little fuck around there's a fun little turn on the end of it so please enjoy the first appearance of Alligator Dave Coming up next on A&E, it's America's favorite reality show, Alligator Dave Swamp Wranglers. World-renowned swamp hunter Dave, Alligator Dave LeBeau, takes you deep into the swamps of Louisiana, hunting the dangerous creatures that live there with his trademark blend of homespun wisdom and incoherent moonshine ramblings. It's the newest and most popular show on A&E's new White Trash Exploitation Wednesdays. Are you laughing with Alligator Dave or at Alligator Dave? No one knows. Who cares? Not our advertisers, that's who. Stay tuned. Hey there, TV people. It's me, Alligator Dave. I was born and raised in this here swamp, and now y'all and y'all big city cameras gonna see how we do things down here. Today we're looking for a real mean alligator operator. Goes by the name of Dr. Chompers, MD. How do I know the gator's name? How you gonna ask me how I know what I know about gators when you know I know what I know on account of being an alligator Dave? Now last we done see Dr. Chompers, he was swimming right around here. Word is he's been eating them dogs live out on the Baudry farm. So you see a collar, you give alligator Dave a holler. Uh, sorry, guys. Hold. Quiet now. You're going to scare the gator off. I, I, I just got to know from the network. We, we need you to read this into the camera. We being rude to the audience. Boy, ain't you got no manners? Ladies and gentlemen, this here is Alligator Dave's producer, a fella I call Jerry the Jew. Hey, Dave, could you not? I, I've told you, like, so many times why it's not okay to call me that. Oh, I'm sorry. Where my head done gone? I figured you want to keep that Jew stuff on the hush-hush. People got opinions about y'all. Not Alligator Dave, though. I ain't afraid of no heebie-jeebie Hebrew whatnots. My mama taught me voodoo to beat your Jew voodoo real true. Yeah, uh, fucking fine. Just just read this. Okay, let's see what all the fuss is here now. Let me put on my reading spectacles. Dave, there's there's no lenses. In Boy, the you butt. keep interrupting me. I'm going to go upside your booty with Mama's gumbo scoop. Okay, let's see. Oh, mercy, mercy, mercy. Ladies and gentlemen, it is Alligator Dave's somber duty to inform you that America has been attacked by terrorizers. Since here they done went all boom-boomed and took down the whole Golden Gate Bridge. Truly, this is a moment that will live on in Inflimity Flamity. Now, if Alligator Dave could editorialize for a moment... <laughs> no, no, Dave. Stop. Boy, I'm going to take my buck knife to your ankles, feed you to a mudfish, you don't shut that craw hole. <clears throat> As Alligator Dave was saying, personally, ain't no nothing to me that blow up that bridge, per se. Anything keeps them limp noodle dandy boys out my swamp is A-OK and Alligator Dave's book. But regardless, this means war between the USA and them no-good, low-down hachigoo-goos. Now, some of y'all might be scared, but not Alligator Dave. See, I've been squirreling and ferreting away a little bit of whatnot here and there, and I got me a bunker that's 100% bona fide boom-boom proof. I got guns, ammo, more kinds of jerky than your city brains can comprehend, and a moat full of protection gators. So y'all keep making your TV hooey. I'm going to get back to the compound. Come on, everybody. Come with me. The Jew can come, too, but he's got to sleep in the yard. Is he... Yeah, he's he's gone tight. Uh, okay, I guess that's a cut. 
Next week on Alligator Dave. Alligator Dave finds out that he's full-on illiterate. That note from the network was actually an ad for rice Aroni, and he only recognized the word San Francisco, and then just kind of filled out the rest in his mind. Plus, Jerry the Jew reads a lot of misspelled hate mail, and Dr. Chompers MD becomes head of surgery at Baton Rouge Memorial Hospital. A&E. Remember when we used to show operas and shit? All right, the Van Damme Academy. Ah, son of a bitch. <laughs> More than any other thing uh, on the show, I think this one pisses off Tom the most. It, yeah. it does, it does, because it was something that I learned as a kid that was misinforming me, and I misinformed <laughs> yeah. you. Yeah, and then you got older and did not realize that you were wrong as a child. Yeah. It's like if you thought that like dogs and cats were the boys and girls of the same species, but like six months ago. <laughs> and I gotta make it clear, I did not go to this school. I just visited, and then some dipshit who was in charge of stuff told me this. And we we the- should explain what we're talking about. This We're talking about the Van Damme Academy, uh, which if you've listened to the show for a while, you know, has become a little bit of a running gag. But uh, yeah, Tom uh, was led to believe that he uh, was applying to a school run by Jean-Claude Van Damme. <laughs> I don't want to spoil it. <laughs> so we'll let you hear for yourself whether or not that was actually the case. It could have been very probable. And uh, yeah, but Tom, like, nah. <laughs> yeah, Tom loves getting tweets about this. Uh, so uh, yeah. enjoy this next clip. Hey everybody, this is the Mean Boys Podcast, and we have a new game uh, that I've created for your listenership, Um, Fact or Fiction! Uh, Hooray! Do you guys expect this game to make sense? No, not even a little bit. No, not at all. We'll see. I just love how excited and terrified Tom looked to bring it back from commercial. Oh boy! Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Fiction! Tom is behaving even more so today, like he just got unfrozen and woke up in modern day. Uh, Ice Age. Uh, like a so, caveman lawyer without the law degree. <laughs> so how this game... Encino Manchild. <laughs> I know that's a movie. I don't know what it's about. Um, Polly Shore's greatest hits. Yeah. That's actually a good movie. It's a fun movie. Oh, okay. Sean Astin. Yeah. I like him. I heard he has a filthy car. But I... <laughs> Tom, what? what the fuck could Were you... Were you reading the trades last week and it was in Variety? A filthy car? No, I I, uh, I was talking to a guy who does uh, valet service, and he said he was telling me how dirty Sean Astin's car is. Anyway, inside <laughs> celebrity gossip here this on the Mean Boys TMZ. podcast. <laughs> Tom TMZ. Okay, so how this game works is I'm going to read you a, a description of a plot, and you guys have to decide whether or not it's from a movie, TV show, or book. Or something that I've actually done. A middle school student tries to join a school founded by Jean-Claude Van Damme, but withdraws when he finds out they have placed him in the second grade. Okay, this is either a pretty good Adam Sandler movie or the impetus for Tom's first mental breakdown. There's so much to unpack here. Yeah. Can you read that part by part? A middle school student... Already a problem. Tries to join a school founded by Jean-Claude Van Damme. Okay. What? But, <laughs> but withdraws when he finds out they have placed him in the second grade. Uh, I'm going to say fiction. I'm going to say fiction as well. I'm going to go with fiction because I don't believe that Jean-Claude Van Damme has started a school. This is, this is fact. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> what? It's called the Van Damme Academy. In Orange County. Hang on. How they, sure are you that it was Jean-Claude Van Damme? Uh, I'm almost... I'm, I'm very sure. Googling it. Yeah. <laughs> Where to find out? Because if it's not, I'm going to laugh at you until you die. <laughs> <laughs> 
Van Damme Academy. Wait, so they put you in second grade? Well, they said that I could take the because they they it was it was they had a K through high school. They're like, you can be in the high school for English, but for everything else, you're in the second grade. <laughs> so yeah, when they, I was in, they weren't confident in my math skills. Uh, no one is. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not. When I was in first grade, I uh, I was going to a school and I got stabbed in the neck by a little girl with a pair of scissors. Sure, uh, and I couldn't be in that class anymore. And so my mom went to like talk to the principal, and the principal was like, well, the only other class we have is a Spanish-speaking class. We can put him in that one. And she's like, well, he doesn't speak Spanish. And they're like, well, then uh, fuck him. Like, there's <laughs> no solution. Okay, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm doing some research here. It is in no way founded by John Clement. <laughs> <Clark. laughs> so I think that I still get, a, I get at least a half a point for that one. Yeah. Does it say who it's founded by? Because uh, they did Anyone who's also named Van Damme. Other it's people a, have It's a name. large world. No, no, no. Yeah. I, I know, but that, Are you just... You've been sad this whole time because you thought that Jean-Claude Van Damme rejected you? No, 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 no. I, I uh... He also might not be affiliated anymore, but... Van Damme Academy began 20 years ago with a message on my answering machine. The message from his family in Southern California were looking for a private homeschool teacher for their two children who had heard from a mutual friend that I might be a good candidate for the job. This does not sound like no, the kind of phone that call... Says that. Hold on, story. wait, wait, wait. That's this... our story by Lisa Van Damme. Is the yeah, school yeah. logo like a silhouette of a man doing the splits on two chairs? <laughs> if that's the case... Well, to be fair, you, you know, it's a round schoolhouse, so... <laughs> Well, then they lied to us about Mr. Van Damme. Nah, you for sure took No, you, Tom, that. you just, you you for just sure took that. a nap in class and then had a karate nightmare and well, woke no, up and decided. That's, that's <laughs> how I learned who Jean-Claude Van Damme was. I had no idea who the fuck they were talking about. Who do about. you think Jean-Claude Van Damme is? He's an action star. The principal of that school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fucking right. uh, Jack-Claude Vanderpump or whatever. Yeah, he beat up all those fucking Ruscos. All right. <laughs> One more thing we need to touch on, and then we'll uh, wrap up and get out of here. Oh, I forgot about this. Yeah, so uh, just to catch you up on this. Tom, when he was a kid, got accepted to a school – or didn't get accepted, but he applied to a school – Shut up. Listen. He applied to a school called the Van Damme Academy in Orange County. (laughs) Now, he was convinced. He says that he was told that it was founded by Jean-Claude Van Damme. Oh, my God. I knew knew you were going to say that, Keith. And here's the thing. We told him no. We told him there's no way that's true. We Googled it. There was no information. There's no link at all. Yeah, and he's insistent. He won't believe us. He won't believe anybody we've asked. He won't believe common sense. So uh, I'd like to read a series of emails. Uh, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Hang on a second. I gotta find this fucking thing. Are they in Dutch? <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, All right. So I sent this uh, <clears throat> to the Van Damme Academy. <laughs> to whom may concern? Hello, my name is Keith Carey. I'm a comedian in Los Angeles, and I'm writing you with a very strange question. One of my co hosts on my podcast applied years ago to the Van Damme Academy. He has been incredibly adamant that the school was founded by 80s action star Jean Claude Van Damme. I assume this to be false, partly because the names are spelled differently, partly because there's no evidence of this connection online, and mostly because he is a profound idiot. As he refuses to believe me, my colleagues, or common sense, I'm asking that you please just send me back a quick email confirming that the Van Damme Academy. Academy was not, in fact, founded by Jean-Claude Van Damme, star of Bloodsport, Street Fighter the movie, and Bloodsport 2. <laughs> thank you for your time, and thank you for your assistance in both preserving your school's reputation and making my friend look like a dum-dum. I received the following email from the Van Damme Academy. Hi, Keith. Jean-Claude Van Damme did not establish the Van Damme Academy. It was founded by educator Lisa Van Damme. But it occurred to me Tom Goss may in fact be, how did you put it, a profound idiot. (laughs) (laughs) So we've settled the Van Damme Academy. All right, That's that's like a diploma. Yeah, that's that's better than getting into this. You've been called dumb by this school twice now. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, they sure have. Guang. 
this next sketch uh, examines Jay Leno's post Tonight Show mindset. <laughs> I take some creative liberties. I mean, I, I I like Mr. Leno. He seems like a good enough guy. But uh, this is uh, this is kind of what I this picture might, him doing. This might be my favorite sketch you've written. It's one of mine. It's, it's up there for me, certainly. So uh, enjoy this next one. I won't give too much away. This is Jay Leno's house. Johnny's exotic wild animals. Oh, hey, uh, glad you can make it. Oh, oh my God, Mr. Mr. Leno, I'm I'm a big fan. Uh, Seth, it, it's nice to meet you. Oh, thank you, Seth. Come on in. I, I, I wish I would have known it was you, but I, uh, but I'll tell you, your grandson is going to have a hell of a bar mitzvah. All right, I, I've got a Brazilian rainbow boa constrictor, a, a lemur, and, and a beautiful 42 year old macaw. Oh, that's great. Thanks, Seth. Just uh, have a seat on the couch next to the desk there, and we'll get started. Sounds good, Jay. <laughs> We're back here to talk with the animal expert, Seth. Seth, what do you have for us today? Wait, 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 was that Kevin Eubanks? I'm in between places since the divorce, man. Let's just get through this. So is that a rattlesnake you brought for me today? Or was that just a maraca in your messenger bag? My man, Jay. It's a boa constrictor. I, I told you on the porch. Come in. What's up, buddy? Ladies and gentlemen, you may know my next guest is Cam from Modern Family. Give it up for Eric Stone Street. God damn it, Jay. Not again. Hey, Seth, why don't you introduce Eric to your boa constrictor? I'm never going to see the fucking steam-powered fire engine, am I? Uh, Mr. Leno, what, why is Eric Stone Street here? Why, why are you wearing a denim bathrobe at 3 p.m.? Why did you book a wild animal show through a false name? Where is your nephew? Oh, so don't nobody think it's weird that Kevin's here. All right, that's nice. I said, why don't you introduce us to your boa constrictor, Seth? Uh, well, well uh, her, her name is Coco. Oh, sorry. We don't say Coco in this house, Seth. In this house, we're going to call the snake Ungrateful McFuck. The snake. Jay, I told you, you need to get some help. Everything's fine. You've got a show. Oh, yeah. Jay's Garage. Everybody loves my CNBC original series about my fucking cars, Eric. When you're done playing a fag on TV in six years and you can't do shit but host a 30-minute home improvement show on Spike, then you can tell me I'm fucking fine. There's, there's no bar mitzvah, is there? Man, at this stage in your career, Jay's Garage is a, is a good passion project to show that you've moved on. Hey, you want to keep talking, Kevin? I'll take away your shelf in the refrigerator and make you sleep in the shed again. All right, all right man. We, we didn't have to take it there. Now play the little womp, 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 womp on yourself. Man, we did 15 years together, Jay. Don't be like this. I said play the womp, 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 womp. Hey, fuck you, man. I get cast in shit. I was just in The Secret Life of Pets. Oh, so when people come up to you on the street, they say, oh, wow, you're the fucking dog or whatever from Secret Life of Pets. Not, oh, you're that one pillow biter my grandma likes. Hey, hey, man, that, that was a good family-friendly romp. Just don't be like this, Jay. Oh, right. Excuse me. I forget Kevin was an expert at having a family. The Secret Life of Pets is the highest grossing original animated film not by Disney or Pixar, you fucking asshole. You want me to tell 20-year-old jokes at casinos and by Duesenbergs like you? Uh, hey, uh, spe speaking of pets, who wants to pet Sebastian, the ring-tailed lemur? Put your raccoon monkey away and get out of here, man. It ain't safe. When we come back, the police are going to be here. Now Eric gets to decide if it's the band or the branch of law enforcement. Jay, I have, I have a family. Oh, how are they doing? You got any three-minute colorful anecdotes about your children you want to share on the couch? So, um, Sasha is my, uh, my youngest. On the couch, Eric! You share the anecdote. You share it on the couch. 
Well, uh, uh, Sasha just turned three. Oh, that's a fun age. Oh, yeah, for you. I'm the one who has to deal with it 24-7. <laughs> they can be a handful. Hey, yo, Animal Guy, character actor, save yourselves. He's got a juggling bitch and Mike Myers locked up in the basement. Oh, so that's what he's been up to. Let's get out of here. C- C- Coco, come on. Let's get out of here. Let her feed, Seth. This is the only way the cycle can be broken and I can be freed from my curse. I deserve this! So, uh, one, once upon a time in a comedy club in L.A., uh, me and Connor were waiting to go on stage, and Connor says... Tom, what is gravy? And I said biscuit ketchup. Yeah. And uh, it is devolved into a game where I explain shit wrong very quickly at a rapid fire pace where they yell out things and I scream out the answers. Yeah. Uh, this specific lightning round we did at a live show at uh, The Good Night in Los Angeles. Fucking great one. Uh, it was, it was probably, I think it was the first time I got to perform for like a room full of people that actually like knew what I do and liked me. Yeah, it was that was pretty awesome. Insanely cool. It, I was like, well, we have yeah. fans. This is neat. Yeah. And just yeah. to give people an idea of what this is before they get into the segment, uh, what did you call the devil? Uh, edgy God. How about swans? Sexy geese. What was love? A horny fear. <laughs> okay, so yeah, you kind of uh, get you kind of get the yeah. rhythm here, and uh, so this is a this is, I think I think your finest lightning round to date. Although you've had some good ones on the tour, we'll be dropping soon. This, this might be the best. The, the thing with the tour is I got so exhausted. Lightning round gets harder and harder and harder when you're fucking more and more sleep. Oh, certainly, and for that it gets better and better to the listener. <laughs> yeah. So uh, enjoy the time glass lightning round live at the Good Night. All right, time glass, you ready? Yes. That's kind of. All right. Let's do it. Here we go. Blimps. Oh, blimps. Um, uh, live in you balloons. <laughs> All right, Tom. Christmas lights. Oh, um, uh, 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 bright you house. <laughs> Poetry. Oh, um, uh, shitty rap. <laughs> All right, Tom. Moonshine. Oh, um, uh, 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 do it yourself whiskey. <laughs> Alex Jones. Oh, um, uh, 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 um, uh, fat, fat confusion man. That's <laughs> <laughs> you, Tom. You're the fat confusion man. Bakeries is on clogs, everybody. Uh, all right, Tom, lasagna. Oh, um, folding spaghetti. <laughs> Jumbled. Right. That one, yeah. Overalls. Oh, um, uh, uh, shoulder pants. <laughs> Heartbreak. Oh, um, uh, 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 soul cancer. <laughs> or soul AIDS, depending on. Sexuality. <laughs> Tom, the game of cricket. What? The game of cricket. Oh, um, uh, uh, bad baseball. <laughs> Radiohead. Oh, um, uh, um, uh, I know I'm a creep. I, I... Ladybugs. Oh, um, uh, 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 sexy beetles. <laughs> Name seven crimes. Okay, stabbing, shooting, murder, uh, 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 u
stealing, fraud, and uh, jaywalking. Thirty seconds on the clock. Name seven magic tricks. Oh, uh, your coins in here. Uh, uh, find the card. Um, I'm disappearing. You're disappearing. That statue's disappearing. Uh, I'm a sight and half chick, and um, uh, I breathe fire. Um, name seven articles of clothing. Okay, uh, pants, underwear, socks, beanie, jackets, hair if you have enough, uh, earrings. Seven natural disasters. Oh, uh, uh, not nuclear bomb. Um, uh, uh, mountain falls down. What's it called? Uh, That's number one. That's the first one. Goes right to mountain falls down. Um, name seven retarded people. Real ones? Like famous ones? They are fictional. Okay, uh, Forrest Gump. Uh, uh, oh, that fucking annoying guy with Sam or something. Uh, 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 oh shit. We don't get repped well. Uh, fucking, uh, uh, George Jr., uh, uh, um, uh, fuck, uh, um, oh, that, that chick in Arizona got shot in the head, uh, <laughs> oh, shit, uh, she wrote something, um, uh, 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 oh, fuck, um, oh, the CD guy from The Ringer, uh, oh, shit, uh, Jose from The Bus, my buddy Ben, uh, <laughs> bus drivers. <laughs> Well, that's the best of everybody. Hope you enjoyed it. If you're a new listener, uh, new episode six times a month. Uh, take a second to subscribe. It's very easy, and uh, we're very we're very funny, and we uh, we love you a lot. And also, just the the level of shits that anybody gives about this is pretty overwhelming, yeah. especially like me, you guys face to face, like out on the road. It's yeah. pretty emotional. It's very cool, and it like we do not take it for granted in the least. Not at all. Yeah. So if you send us a tweet or an email, we'll we'll always like do our best to make the time to respond. We pretty right. much get back to everybody. Uh, yeah. We love talking to you guys. And it's fucking crazy. If you if you dug it, you know, uh, if you've been digging it for a while, uh, you know, never hurts to get a friend into the show, help build a little grassroots. Yeah, that's empire. how you spread a cult. Yeah, yeah. that's kind of allowed us to do a lot of cool things. Yeah, which is yeah. pretty crazy. And, and it's and it's at the point where people are taking interest. You know, like Starburns. We got to give them another big shout out and oh, a big thank, thank you. you. Yeah, we're, excited, we're excited to see how long it takes them to realize this was a weird investment. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and uh, just uh, yeah, just grateful that those are dudes that are like yeah, we don't want you to change anything. We yeah. just like you and we want to we want to help you out. So. If you're new to the show and you like what you hear. Uh, 
jump over to meanboyspodcast.com. We have an email list there. You can sign up, get the uh, the latest on what we're up to when we're going on tour, all that jazz. Because we had so much fun, we're going to be doing this a lot more. Right. And uh, yeah. it's, it's been fucking great. It's just like, yeah, let's just go fucking hop in a van and do a punk rock yeah. podcast out 100%. in a bar somewhere. We, yeah, and we, uh, you know, as, as like we said earlier, we got the Patreon, patreon.com slash meanboys. That helps us out a great deal. Let's just get into a lot of wacky projects we have planned. Yeah, if we hadn't started that, we've been super fucked. And basically, I genuinely have been paying my rent for a while. Yeah, the more money we have, the more outlandish things we can do. And I've been looking into used truckosauruses. So <laughs> I really, I think a down payment is swingable at some point in the very near future. Yeah, we will tour this country in a truckosaurus. Oh, for sure. Uh, drop us a review on iTunes. That's, again, another quick thing. And then all that annoying shit, just follow us on all the social media platforms. Just click through them. Make the number go up by one so that the fucking industry gods give more of a shit about us. It's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Subscribe to our YouTube page and check out Tom Goss's wonderful tour vlogs. Yeah. Where you get to see the day in the life of, uh, you know, driving from uh, Chicago to Fort Wayne with a trans woman to go get electrocuted inside of an Applebee's. Which <laughs> <laughs> is a, a real 24-hour period for my life. <laughs> uh, and I uh, fucking love you guys. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah this, is, uh, this has been the, the best decision of my life doing this uh, podcast. feels weird to get so emotional in front of the engineer we don't really know. Yeah. You know, I feel like I'm being awfully vulnerable. I mean, you're a cool enough guy, I can tell, but I'm a little just like, oh, man, this kind of feels like... You're petting a dog. You might have cocaine. You got it all figured out. <laughs> <laughs> Might. <laughs> I'm trying to not I- I- implicate him. Yeah, allegedly. Yeah. Yeah. We. Oh. We. Uh, yeah. There's a whole. No. Never mind. That's a whole nother thing. Yeah. The allegedly run. <laughs> uh. So yeah. Thank you guys. Uh. We. We got anything else to say, gang? No. I think we should just close it out the way we close out every episode. All right. Fuck everything. God is dead. <laughs> Shit in the place, 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 shit in